and welcome to the Computer Game Show. We're back again. My name is David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. Sean Bell in the house. Is it me you're looking for? James Farley is also in the house. You're right. We're all here, aren't we? Look, what a great time to be alive. Um, I was here uh, after Sean. I was actually singing Adele, not Lana Ritchie. But uh, okay, cool. I'm sorry. We'll get it next <laughs> you time. You didn't make so, that clear enough, Matt. So you you haven't got the vocal cords. <laughs> what for Adele? Sort of pull I have. Off Adele. <laughs> what for Adele? I certainly have. I haven't. I couldn't quite, you know, pull off Lionel unless he asked nicely. <laughs> <laughs> joke about wanking um so i sent a text out this morning to sean saying oh my god nothing's happened again in gaming nothing has happened uh and then the moment i d- did that we found out that there was a bunch of leaks about the nx um how legitimate is this sean have you done any research well this is basically this is just some lad off fucking neogaf right <laughs> but He's at the inside line on, I think it was EA and Ubisoft's press conferences. He was like, literally, this conference has started. He was like, here's the running order, and they were bang on. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Make of that what you will. Um, okay, so why don't we then just take the stance that this is all legitimate? Okay. So, if this doesn't come true, sorry, this is all rumours, and uh, but it is from a source that has got um, the Sean Bell seal of approval he's got the Sean Bell seal of approval don't put my name on it (laughs) Sean Bell has given him the fun he's basically a friend of Sean's so uh, this certainly sounds better (laughs) this certainly sounds better than Farley's rumour you know cartridge rumours from a few weeks ago that's that's gonna happen that's definitely gonna happen you'll see there's been more rumours about that James's James's rumours in the in the Google Doc are always insane Oh, I've heard it's going to be made of water. (laughs) We should discuss that. But it's clearly not true. As soon as there's there's some rumour of an actual slightly credible source, James is nowhere nowhere, nowhere near it. It's all about Sean's got the credible stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do a a bet over the the physical media thing? Because I'm I'm certain about this. We'll come on to that. What, uh, that it's going to have a cartridge? Yeah, that it's going to be like cards, not not, uh, DVDs or whatever. Well, I can see that. Same as the 3DS, basically, like little. Yeah, yeah. No, wait, right. slow down. Wait, the, we've got to all calm down it, right? <laughs> Is anyone going to take James up on that bet? Bet that it's going to be CDs rather than cartridges. No, it's going to be cards, not not CDs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we're, we're, I'm talking about out. the other side. Yeah, no, but I'm talking <laughs> oh, about right, the so other side. The person the bet, right. actually Sorry, going yeah, yeah, into yeah. the bet with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no one I'm, actually going to do that. I'm, I'm, I think I agree with Farley. See, because I think Matt is well tempted. I am tempted. <laughs> <clears throat> Matt, take the bet. This could be the first bet of the the podcast. This could be the big one. So, so, so I would basically be thinking, yes, the new Nintendo console would have a CD tray, as opposed to games well, going on cartridges. I, we need to, we need to define, we need to get this down, don't we? So, All right, so it's, I, I'd say it's not going to have optical media. There you go. Okay, I'll, t- I'll take you up on that bet. There okay. we go. Well, what's the bet for though? Well, it's it's just uh, an yeah. iOS game of Farley's choosing less than three pounds forty-nine. Okay, <laughs> less than three pounds. That's gone Easy. up. Do you remember it used to be fifty-nine p? Back in there. What's happened, eh? Oh yeah, the pound was crashed. Well, it used to be forty-nine p, um, <laughs> and then I did one with like Andy Hamilton from Midnight Resistance, and he's like, he got me with like two pounds something. So after that, I thought I better enforce some sort of limit. <laughs> so what happened? Up. 
What 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 happened? You lost a bet to Andy Hamilton. Yeah, well, it's something about where Newcastle or Palace would finish in the Premier League a few seasons ago, and I had to buy him a iOS game. I've never won one of these bets actually. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, you to play out before as well. I remember. Yeah, because I think you... all of you. Pardon, Sean, yeah. have I bought you an iOS game before? I oh, know, clearly not. Uh, well, I mean, you can, but I've had nothing to play it on. Yeah, I probably have in some way. I think I think Matt's going to win this. I think I think there's definitely. I mean. It's got to be right. There's no way they're going to dish cards out over CDs if it's I just a home think, console. I just think they might just also have it as like a ultra HD Blu-ray player thing. Because why not? Because Nintendo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's as good a reason as any in it, really. Um, right, okay. Check out his rumors. These actual legit right. Sean Bell rumors, not James's. Let's hear what you're putting your name to. Legit yeah. rumors. Right. I, I'm, here's the disclaimer. This is all like a bit too good to be true, but it fucking is, isn't it? Because I mean, what I read, I was like, <laughs> I, I, I'm praying that this is true. <laughs> Nintendo are back, but it, that's the thing, though. It's like it, it would sort of explain their absolute seeming fucking incompetence over the last two years. Why whatever. would it explain? Why well, would just it explain because that? it would, it would sort of this sort of implies that actually, the basically that they gave up on the Wii U a lot longer ago than we realise and actually they've been like redoubling all their efforts into this instead. Yeah. That's I mean that's how I'm reading it. Okay, so Okay, let me crack a beer, let's get to it. Nice. Uh boring stuff ready. out of the way first. It's got a custom AMD APU. Uh, yes! which has a time six CPU. It's got custom RX four hundred series GPU and then Why just are you this... doing an impression of Farley during this? Uh, I, I don't, don't know, I was just Farley's doing generic Nerd voice, <laughs> uh, and then it just says, "I, I do yeah, have a is. generic nerd voice." <laughs> <laughs> it there says fourteen, fourteen nm. I don't know what that means. Fourteen nanometer, fourteen nano machines <laughs> inside it. Um, fourteen Nintendo. For your nerd, <laughs> come on, nanometer. <laughs> power range, power range above PS4 and below rumored Neo specs. What's, is Neo what everyone thought? It's their updated one, isn't it? Right, it's coming out the end of the year. Okay, yeah, PS4K. Right, yeah, of course. Uh, no idea on which it's close to. Normal style controller. See, I can I can believe that because yeah. apparently, especially you? well, yeah. After there was those rumours that apparently the um, you know, the the new Zelda it doesn't like make use of the gamepad at all. Like, really. well, yeah. I mean, this was interesting because when I was watching that Zelda footage, like you know, in the first sort of ten minutes, he gets a little magic uh, iPad. I was like, right, well, that's yeah. it. Like the NX has a as a touch screen. Um, but then everyone said, no, if you carry on watching, it doesn't really do, do, you use do it. anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's crazy, though, is when was the last time that Nintendo bought out a console with what could be described like lead with a standard controller? Well, yeah, because even the GameCube one was a bit fucking weird. Nope. GameCube was mental. Yeah. N64 was mental. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose the only one standard at the time was the SNES, the SNES. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even, well, I suppose, but then the SNES one was odd at the time. Like, we'd never... Actually, that's no, bollocks, isn't it? Other than the shoulder oh, no, buttons, just, it was pretty. I wouldn't say the GameCube one was that mental. It was, it was a nice controller. Just, it was, oh, it no, was, it was a beautiful controller. I loved it, but it had a C stick <laughs> and a massive, great big A button <laughs> and springs for the shoulder buttons. Do you know what I mean? Which were excellent. Don't get me wrong; it was such a good pad, but you couldn't really call it like the standard controller. It, it, the, obviously, they've got the Pro controller, which shows that they're open to the idea of producing pads that are like every other. Pad yeah. out there, but to lead with something like that would be a big 
change for Nintendo, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, remember seeing the N64 pad for the first time? Everyone was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, the GameCube pad was a little bit more like the norm, but it was still fucking odd when you think about it. Mm. Um, and then, then, obviously, you had the Wii and the Wii U. So uh, if they go back to standard pads, that's going to show a real change in direction for them, I think. Yeah, I mean, it does, does then go on to say maybe an optional screen controller. Um, but I just say no gimmicks, i.e. scroll wheels, haptic feedback, or freeform display. Um, so, I mean, makes I, sense. if it's optional, it I don't down. really... I mean, the, the Wii U screen doesn't get enough love as it is from developers, never mind if it was, like, fully optional. So No, but as... as um. Uh, I texted stuff to Denton as well earlier today mm. and he, he just said I don't know how interested I'll be in a new Nintendo machine without that little screen in the yeah. pad um, and I can see his point because when you've got kids about it's yeah, yeah. fucking handy it is, it's brilliant, <laughs> it's the best thing about the machine yeah. um, it then says Vulcan API, easy to use tool set, easy to port and develop for um, I mean I, fine, whatever Um it says it can handle any game that runs on Xbox One and PS4, which is interesting because, you guess. know, if that's if it just means people can fucking port everything easily. Well, that's it, that's isn't the it? Thing. I mean, if they get third-party developers on side again yeah. with a console that can run games as well as they do on the N64, the, obviously the only thing Wait, missing... what, the N64? Uh, sorry, <laughs> the Xbox and the PlayStation. <laughs> I'm very tired. I went out last night and I should never have done that. Forget how old I am I was these days. Say you're and, past it, mate. You need to. Yeah, well, but properly not up for that anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. The, the, if it can run games as well as the PS4 and the Xbox, uh, the Xbox One, then that's exciting because that kind of like if I had a console like that, then I could drop either the PS4 or the Xbox One. The only thing missing is how well they implement the online stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, if that's, that's shit, then what's the fucking point? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, because if, if that stuff's bad, then, oh, Titanfall 2 is coming to the NX. Don't, I don't care if it's... <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you start writing down your 12-digit codes now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, brand new experience stroke gimmick isn't controller-related, which suggests that there is a gimmick. It's just it's not the controller. It's... Well, there's, there's got to be a gimmick. It's wouldn't be yeah. a Nintendo console without one. Well, the, yeah, the, but if it's not the controller, then what is it? I mean, the other rumours um, that were flying around that aren't on this um, was that it was all like Android based, and it was a whole like um, to basically sort of behave not unlike a phone. Um, but I don't know. That's. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo would be mad to do that, wouldn't they? Isn't it Android just like extremely hackable and well, full of piracy? Mm, yeah. So. Maybe they're not bothered about that, you know, because they just thinking... <laughs> they just don't care anymore. Yeah, <laughs> just loads of. I mean, the Wii, the Wii was like really hackable as well, but you know, did really so well. The well DS, have you seen? Um, yeah, I was going to say, have you seen the? Cards. Well, yeah, the DS was uh, terrible for that. And then have you seen what some people have done with modded 3DSs? And that basically, no. you can someone's made like a hacked eShop um, that you can just go on and download anything, and but it, like it's accessing <laughs> it's accessing the information from the actual eShop. But except it just <laughs> just bypasses the bit where it actually charges you money, um, and it's like the and the interface ever. like the interface looks really bare bones, but it's way quicker than the actual eShop, and you can just switch regions as well. 
It's um, like someone just cracking open a fire exit at the back of a store yeah, yeah. and just going, just walk out there instead of out the front and through past the tills. Yeah. Just walk straight out. Exactly. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, Jesus. So, yeah, uh, just as Western devs already have dev kits, which you would hope so, given that it's out in fucking less than a year. Um, da, da, da. Most of the first year third party support will be from Japan only. It's a bit weird. That's great, isn't it? That sounds great. Yeah. Those two, those two things don't really line up, then, do they? Well, no. no. Um, that like no FIFA, no. Come on, it's not going to be FIFA anyway. No, it's going to take a while for EA to get to back be, on board. It wants to be big again. Yeah, but no, EA will be one of the last uh, developers that will that will um, that jump on this. They'll wait until it's properly sold some numbers before they try and get involved. Yeah. No doubt. And um, they got stung like <laughs> by the. Uh, by the at the end of the Wii, I think they were yeah. a little bit stung. So yeah, that was yeah. that. Uh, there is a handheld component, but it is separate. So I don't know how that's going to work. So maybe that's going to be like the VMU. That'd be kind of brilliant. Oh, I'd love right. that. Yeah, yeah, I miss VMUs. I mean, I've yeah, I've said for a while I'd I'd be all right with a console where like the controller just was a separate handheld. But I I understand that that's kind of ridiculous if you want to play local multiplayer stuff you go well you need to pay 150 quid for a separate console effectively um so i don't know uh right okay so what if the thing was i mean if you're going from this room these rumors if you're taking it like as if they're real what if the thing was that it comes with a normal controller but you can buy a controller separately yeah that has that second screen. So that covers the idea of optional second screen. And it also covers the idea that you can, it can be portable as well. That's, so, yeah, I mean, so say, yeah. So say they did also release a new handheld and that also just functions seamlessly as a controller or yeah. sort of Wii U style. So, for so you example, could stream it, console stuff. If it. it was last generation, you'd buy the Wii U as it is. But then you could buy a 3DS that would play all the Wii U games yeah. and also work as a controller on your Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you could also just separately. buy a controller that is just a controller. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. standard controller. See, that, that, would, that would be brilliant. I'd, I'd be yeah. really up for that. Yeah, but yeah. if it if it's not packed in, do you, do you think devs are really going to bother coding or adding a second screen functionality? Didn't you say even last well, week that yeah, there was a game that didn't have, have a second screen? They don't mm. have to, though. This is just like, this would be just like a, you know, a portable, you know, you can use it as a portable. Instead. Yeah. So the second screen stuff would literally just be for mirroring gameplay. Yeah. yeah. And then when they take it away, they can play that gameplay on the on the go. Mm, I don't okay. know how that will work. The only thing that, that I don't understand is how that will work with, um, uh, with sort of licensing issues and ownership of games and stuff like that. Because yeah. I mean, it makes sense if it's download only, and it would make sense. But if if it's CD or cartridge, how does that work? Would would the games not go in the box? They go in the pad that itself, or that's what? Why, how would that work? That's why James's rumor <clears throat> seems like it could be legit. If you could just like put a cartridge from one little thing to the other, yeah, that makes more sense. Especially for a handheld, you know, using cartridges, they're not going to use like Blu-rays or whatever, are they? It's no. Hmm. I mean, it would be okay. cool because obviously, I mean, last gen, well, not last gen, this gen, you've got. Sony are quite good at, you know, buy it once and you own it on all available formats. Um, you know, like if the game is on the PS3 and PS4 and the Vita, buy it once, you own it on all three of them, which is pretty good. Um, Xbox obviously are now doing this whole play anywhere thing. So maybe, 
maybe Nintendo are catching on, and maybe it's just like, yeah, you buy the game and then you own it on whatever it can play on. That would be the, nice. the only problem with that, Sean, mm. is that Nintendo are also pretty good at getting us to buy the same game again. Well, there is that, like many, 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 many times <laughs> over. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah so maybe, <laughs> maybe they've caught on. Who knows? Uh, right, games. Um, Zelda, obviously. Um, Luigi's Mansion Three. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I never Luigi's Mansion Two. I don't like that as much as everyone else. Nor do I. Yeah, we, we mentioned this at the time. Yeah. I don't. I didn't get what, what people loved about it. I found it really frustrating. Like people fucking love that game. I know. I know. I, I loved the first one. I really, really loved the first one on the yeah. GameCube, and I just did not get the same, um, the same from the second one at all. Yeah, uh, it feels like I missed something, or or I was playing a different game. Yeah, like, I couldn't understand the hype. So uh, yeah, really disappointed with that. Uh, Raiders of the Broken Planet. Oh, classic. So uh, I don't know what that is. Probably a documentary about Brexit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now this one's interesting. Final Fantasy VI remake brackets timed exclusive. Why is that interesting? That that is literally not inter- that's the opposite of interesting. <laughs> don't, I mean, you don't play Final Fantasy VI. It's proper good, man. No, of course I haven't. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's just it's interesting because obviously we're getting this Final Fantasy VII remake, which is the one everyone's been crying out for. Um, but it's this proper weird sort of, it's not really the full game, it's just bits of it and it's all episodic and the combat system's completely different. And um, So yeah, so I don't, I don't know what what the plan would be for a six remake if this is real, which it definitely is, obviously. Um, I don't know if they'd be looking at like a total rejigging of it or what. Isn't this yeah. one supposed to be better as well? It's supposed to be one of the best ones, isn't it? As yeah, well? yeah, six is is one of the all time faves. Um, da, da, da. Oh, re- uh, right. This sort of goes back into not game stuff. Uh, reveal plan for late September or early October. Not set yet. Apparently, um, expanded on. That's that's the one thing we'll get to this, but that's the one thing that makes me really feel that this isn't legit. Do you reckon? Really? Yeah. Why? You put, I think we mentioned this on the E3 shows that like, they've got to announce it this year to get people site pre-Christmas so maybe you don't buy that, that PS4. That's, yeah, that's you need that Christmas I mean. upset. That's not what I mean. What I mean is um, uh, how would he know so much when it's still so far from being announced properly? You know what I mean? Mm. If this was like this was being announced next week and it got wind of it early... Then I'd think it, there was more credibility to it. Yeah. But he's saying what two, two or three months away? They haven't even decided when to announce it yet. He knows all this information. Yeah. Well, no, so you mean like September, you think October? Would... That that could have been like, can they book? No, I don't know. But maybe it could be like a physical keynote, say like an Apple one. Have the book the venue. I mean, late September, early October is like a space of two weeks. Like, there's many reasons why they might not have settled on a date for the. Pretty un- do you think? Un- do you think they're actually going to present this live on stage? I don't. Nah, they'll do another digital event. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, that's. I suppose that's one of the nice things from Nintendo's point of view about the way they announce this stuff now is they just shoot a film and then they put it up and they <laughs> they feel like it because they don't even. I mean, with Nintendo Direct and stuff, they don't even announce them like well ahead of time, do they? They're just they're just like oh yeah, there's going to be one in like three days. Um. So yeah, I guess that's what'll happen. Just, yeah, I reckon they could just do it whenever. Um, mm. Right, what else have we got? Uh, expanded or new virtual console with GameCube library. 
Again, okay. it feels this very might be sort suspicious. Of, yeah, it's very sort of well. Obviously, everyone wants that. So, if you were making up a list, that's something you would put in. Um, but also, there's that. There's that, and then it's got the whole thing about trying to get like backwards compatibility kind of thing. Yeah, which it doesn't really match, does it? If it's like because the GameCube, you know, it's the same architecture as like Wii U stuff. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it then says trying to get Wii U virtual console purchases to transfer to NX. I mean, again, that shouldn't be difficult. Um, but like you say, a lot of, like on the Wii U, you can play Wii stuff because it's it has a, that whole Wii mode, yeah, which is presumably a lot of work. And as you get further away from that architecture, it's going to be a pain. So maybe that's, that's, maybe that's why it says trying to get Wii U virtual console purchases to transfer because actually it's a pain in the ass. But then are they going to charge you money for it again? Oh, I'm sure they will. You know, like when we made that up and that was when Dave realised we were talking shit. This one's vague, but I'll take it. Big budget 3D Mario. Hey. <laughs> it needs to happen, really. It's been so long. Well, it'd be daft not to. It's been it? so long. You know what I mean? Since Galaxy 2. Yeah. A many a year has passed. And honestly, I still can't believe there wasn't one for the... For the uh, Wii U, it, it, it's yeah, mad. Yeah, I mean, we got we got 3D World, but that was like that was brilliant, incredible. But it was just a little. Yeah. It was like a series of little experiments. It was at no point was it like, oh my god, I am exploring a fucking world. This is amazing. Like it was just there were levels of a game, not just going for a wander in fucking Mario Land. You know? Yeah, you couldn't get lost in a world, could yeah. you? In that, like you could in say uh, Mario 64, and mm-hmm. that it's just yeah, such a shame because that. Man, that game, that game still gives me the feels. Right, come on then. Let's go around the room. How legit do you think this is, Sean? I think inevitably bits of it are going to end up being true. Like, even if this list is purely made up, obviously bits of it are going to be true just because there's, yeah. so, there's so much stuff in there. It's just, you know, fucking scattergun approach. Um, I am sceptical, though. But, you know, if like a quarter of it's true, then fine. <laughs> How about you, James? Yeah, I agree with Sean. It's uh, there's there's enough here that's like really obviously true, mm. you know, like Zelda and stuff like that's definitely happening, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, mostly I don't know, rusty bollocks. Jane, uh, Matt, you've been quiet. What's up? Yeah, well, I'm listening to you guys. I don't want to don't want to buy in. Um, <laughs> he's bored, is what he's saying. He's following his shit, mate. Um, <laughs> and then if I'm following on from that, I mean, something else that was picked up by N Styles. I think I'm not sure if it's like an it's, an, it's a Japanese like, Nintendo website but um they had a quote from miyamoto who said normally we would have shown the nx83 but we didn't we're too worried about in- imitators if we release info too early now they say that every time i was yeah, gonna yeah. say yeah like I- i'm fairly sure i have heard that in like you know, before but if, if i think about that quote and i think about this list here well i can't really see anything that would suddenly make sony or microsoft want to go out and like change things i guess maybe it is this Experience slash gimmick. gimmick. That's true, yeah. yeah like yeah. You know, Sony and Microsoft wouldn't look at that and be like, oh no, fuck, what, we've missed out on doing this thing. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't believe we haven't got a console that's as powerful as the PS4, yeah. but not powerful <laughs> as the <laughs> PS4. We haven't got a big oh, budget God. 3D Mario, guys. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> Normal controller, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, um, there's also, there was also rumours previously about, you know, Nintendo. Looking into VR, I guess that's an easy, easy thing to write to get clicks. Really, I mean, yeah. you know, whatever. I just really can't see that like happening at all. But, you know. 
Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, as as everyone else has said, it's like a great list of you know um, things that we'd all want uh, and stuff that you can put in because it's it's t- so early. I mean, I've, I've, I really think that they've got to sort of announce it this year if it is coming out of March, which I also don't think is going to happen. I, I think it'll be delayed. I don't think it'll be out of March. Unless, of course, they are. I mean, as I said previously, but maybe they are like really, really far ahead. But What makes know. you think it's not going to come out in, in well, March? But, what, what? I, I don't know, because if... I don't know, it just it feels too soon. They haven't shown anything. Maybe there's like probably a million things happening behind the scenes that obviously we're not privy to and, and, and um, NDAs and whatnot have been signed. But um, I don't know. It just feels like it's coming. It's coming relatively soon. Was like six months? No, nine months. Yeah, or but something. it, it, it yeah. doesn't like. I don't think they need to have a big build up to this. If they come out swinging and show some cracking games, then the hype's going to be unreal. And the longer that waits, but no, the... do you think they've got to announce something before Christmas? Um, do I think they've got to? Um, I think it would be uh, the the best thing for them, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, th- I think they sh- they should. Do I think they've got to? Probably not, because obviously March, you know, it, it's not far after Christmas. It's, you know, it's three months. It, you know, if I don't say something before Christmas, people are going to get a load of PS4s, a load of Xboxes for Christmas, or they go buy them. People are going to do that sales. regardless. I mean, yeah, they they've got yeah, nothing but, to no, lose. But, it, but if they said, if they announced it before, and it's like, yeah, you know, they they do like a, a conference thing, you know, in October, November, and it looks amazing. You know, I would hold off buying an Xbox or PS4 to see what this new Nintendo console is about. But if they don't say anything, and you think, well, I think it's probably March. You know, I guess we'll hope. You know, I'd rather. I think I'd probably just go out and buy a PS4 if I had the money. Obviously, Christmas. And again, if if you're if you're a young kid and you haven't got a lot of money, you could say, oh, don't give me don't give me like a major Christmas present. But we'll save the money towards NX in in March if it's legitimately coming out then. But I don't know. I, just I don't know, man. I I think if it's good enough, people will buy it regardless. I think they've got yeah, nothing but... to lose by 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 announcing something because it's not like they're going to cannibalize sales of the Wii U, is it? Like in, at yeah, Christmas. true. <laughs> so all those hot Wii U sales are going to be missing out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think it's the right thing to do because, as you say, I think it would be better for marketing and and um, sort of trying to take as much out of their competition as possible. I don't think it's essential. I think what's essential is that they show it the correct way this time. Um, the way they showed the Wii U to us for the first time was f- fucking diabolical. Like, it was yeah. so bad. Yeah. Um, might have even been worse than the, the Xbox One, because th- when they showed the Xbox oh, One it was definitely the first worse time, than that, I think. Yeah, because when they showed the... Um, at least the message was clear. All right, we hated the message, yeah. <laughs> but at least the message was clear. With the Wii U, it was just like... We didn't even know if it was a console. No. Do you remember? Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We didn't know until people were like, zooming in or looking in the images and saying, hang on, the box is different over there. Like, they didn't even well, mention no, what that. it was, it was Nintendo yeah. afterwards. Wasn't it? Like, there was articles coming out saying, Nintendo confirmed, yeah, no, they are actually releasing a new console. <laughs> After an announcement it's for terrible. a new console. That's insane. Like, the name was shit. The, the way they showed it, like, the, the benefits of it were crap. Like, they didn't show off what it could actually do. They didn't show off too many games, did they? They showed Wii Sports. And that, that's why everyone was going, well, is this Wii again? I don't get... I do not get it. Um, What a weird, weird launch that was. Right, okay. So, Nintendo's new experience not being control-related. What other things could it be? So, it's, it's not how you control a game. Like, do... Do we think it could be, you know, it, it, so it, could, be a, it could be a headset? Matt, hmm? Illumi Room. 
in the same thing. But I mean, it's like, finally it, it could happened. be a VR headset because uh, you know because that's more how you experience it rather than how you control it. I mean, is it's it... not going to be a headset. Well, no, 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 no. I'm, trying, I'm trying to narrow down all the things it could be. So it's not a controller. It could be a headset because that's how you see. I think I think the I think the um the gimmick, if you want to call it that, will be the fact that it can be taken anywhere. That mm. you can buy a separate co- controller and it works like a Wii U, but also works like a 3DS. I think that's that's going to be its thing. Yeah, that's going to be its selling selling point, and I think that'll be enough because that way we'll be happy because it's back to just basic console gaming for Nintendo. But also, it's got this really cool thing if you want to do like do it a different way. So you know they I mean? to, they've still got that. like they seem to really be pushing this whole. Is it my Nintendo? The new online yeah. portal thing and that seems to be like this they seem to be really keen on pushing that as this new like unified portal and yeah at the moment it doesn't actually do a lot they just keep telling yeah. you need to fucking sign up for it so i'm assuming that's going to play a large part in whatever's happening next um right okay i've got another question do you think that they will um announce when they now when i have this a Nintendo director announce this. Do you think okay? Well, it may be not the same time, but do you also think that they will announce and maybe sell a new handheld on the same day that will attach to it? Yes, so, yes. So yeah, if you absolutely. want to be, you know, if you're Sean or James or and okay, if you're a Nintendo fan, you are basically going to buy like a new console and probably this new handheld. Because no, because you don't. I, ask, I don't think it? it's going to be essential. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be essential to to do that. I think what they're saying is we're we're going to release two products here. The handheld can be can play everything that the the home console can play. Um, uh, so if you just want the handheld, you can just buy the handheld. Uh, however, if you just want the home console, you can just buy that. But if you end up buying both in the end, then you can play it both ways. Do you know what I mean? Oh, fuck. I, 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 mean, I, I think it I makes have, sense I'll have to, to buy me. both. Just oh, why? Man. Just because you feel like you 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 know because if there are if, if there is an amazing game out for it, I want to be able to. Take it with me, you know, on the road or on a commute. I'm not saying there's not a market, right? I'm not saying there's not it, a market. It is a big ask. But you personally, how often do you play games out in public now? Well, I, I just play on my phone. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I, 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 I don't commute to work, although. No, but you've got you've got like a, a Vita, haven't you? And you, you yeah. How I, often no, do you it, play it, that? If I if I ever travel anywhere like a train, like you know, to London or something, I always bring, I always have it in my bag. Always. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I kind of feel past it for for uh, gaming on the train and stuff now. It's weird. I I, I just don't do it anymore. It's not I, I think the Vita because do. well I've had it for a fair while, but because of all the PS Plus stuff, there, there's always something I can download, yeah. which I've you know bought, and I can always bang something on. And I, you know, and uh, I love that about it. And yeah, it's got everybody's golf. So I'm still playing those 3DS Street Pass games, <laughs> which is pathetic. Yeah, they're, but I'm they're still playing good it. though. <laughs> yeah. They're really, they are good. It's, yeah. you know, I'm still playing them. Okay, maybe it's just me then. The other thing that's really like weird about this is that, like, if you look at this this like list here of all these things this has got, this looks like a really conventional console. Like, it looks really just like you know PS4 or Xbox One. Does that mean that Nintendo's whole like marketing thing is going to change from? Because you know before they had that whole like you know we're you know we're not doing the same as everyone else. We're different and everything. But this kind of shows that they are the same as everyone else. Yeah, are they yeah, going to go back right. to competing on the same level as yeah. Sony or Microsoft? And is that a good idea? <laughs> I think it's a good idea, yeah. I think there's a lot of money in it, and I think there's a room... I think Nintendo's um, 
Nintendo's universe of games and characters. I, th- I think that's such a huge uh, string in their bow. And if they can get all the third-party stuff on board, plus that stuff, how can you re- recommend anything else? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... The PS4 is a great console, and the Xbox One, eh, all right. Um, <laughs> but when you look at their exclusives, they've got some good games. There is no doubt about that. But nothing that would be able to compete with, you know, Mario, Donkey Kong, like mm. Mario Kart, uh, F Zero, uh, Zelda stuff. The, there's nothing on those consoles that could compete with that. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. Knack not two. on such a regular, <laughs> not on such a regular basis. Like you might get a game like Bloodborne come out, and you'll be like, "Wow, this is unbelievable!" Mm-hmm. Or Inside, and we'll get to that, and you think, "Wow, this is incredible. This is a great exclusive." But if Nintendo can knock out two from their universe every year, that will smash all the competition, surely. And if it if the third party stuff plays as well on that machine. And the and the online stuff all works, then they're going to be a real contender. They could take take over that space again. Mm. Um, whether it's too late now, whether they're starting way too far behind uh, Sony at this point is is um, is yet to be seen. Obviously, but well, it's interesting. Know, like man. the thing, because you know, thing, oh, sorry, I was just going to say, you know, like we we've, we've talked about how you know Microsoft has said, you know, that the generation model is done. Um, and yeah. now it's just, and it's just, it's interesting because Nintendo have sort of been like, you know, sort of doing, they're like half a step out from the others and they have been for a while now. Yeah. But maybe that's not going to matter so much anymore. Like, all right, so the, yeah, there's a new Nintendo a, yeah. console and it's a bit better than the Xbox One and PS4. But then it was like, oh yeah, but then in five years there'll be a PS5 and an Xbox Two, whatever, and they'll be loads better. Whereas now it's like, well, no, because they're just sort of doing these incremental upgrades now so what does yeah, that, that make prob- any difference i don't know it probably plays into their hands a little bit yeah. um because really, you know really? we're going to be used to certain certain consoles being you know a little bit behind whatever the latest console is you know what i mean so yeah. sony's console will be a little bit behind uh microsoft's or you know next year microsoft's um uh xbox s will be behind what the neo uh, eventually comes out to be and stuff like that so they'll it won't be here's the standard and Nintendo are slightly below that because it's a little bit more scattered. Yeah. Um, it, it'll be a little bit different. But... I, I, I sort of think it's the other way around. I actually think, yeah, so it, it's slightly above PS4 below Neo, but they'll release Neo and then because of this this new approach that Microsoft and Sony appear to be making, you know, in two years they'll be even more behind and in four years even more behind and Nintendo are but not agile Nintendo enough. But Nintendo aren't going to do the same thing? I just don't think they're agile enough as, as a business. I mean, they're, they're just... If you look at this list, I mean, there's all these things where they're sort of just now doing things that the current other consoles are doing. I can't see them suddenly changing their business model in a way that they're releasing new consoles every. But but what, why not? They've got they kind yeah, of fucking I, I know, have I, mean, to. I, I I believe it. It feels like it's probably the right way to go. That's what the others are doing, but that's not a Nintendo thing, really. I don't know. What's hmm. it? Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Maybe it's time for them to say, you know all that stuff that people say this isn't a Nintendo thing to do? Maybe we should fucking relook at that. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus no, no, Christ. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. We'll we'll see. Anyway, this is all obviously based on absolute nothing, the <laughs> forum post or whatever. It's only been legitimized because the guy um uh leaked some stuff before. And because uh, Sean think, read it, not James. And because Sean's got Sean the seal of approval, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um 
so yeah, let's move on because uh, I, yeah, I can't do this. I've got, 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 got one more thought. If I do, oh, here we go. Come on, let's hear Matt Murray's thought of the week. <laughs> <laughs> right? Does any, will there be an F Zero game on this new console within the first like twelve months? A fucking no. better ad. Let's <laughs> No, no you say no, James. I'm saying no. Yeah. How, how, uh, you see, the thing I'll is, a second I, might come around. See, the thing is, right? Is I I'm saying this from a <laughs> position of love because I really, really love <laughs> Nintendo, but I'm still, I still am very pessimistic about what this is going to be. Mm. I, I, you know, we'll see. All right. Okay. So, is that a second app bet? Are you willing okay, to put? Well, let, we'll, oh, absolutely. I'd, we'll I'd need, absolutely. We need bet to define. Not be we need to find a, define the parameters. So, what? Twelve months. What? It needs to be released or announced. All right. There won't. There won't be an F Zero game announced. like a year. Yeah. Like okay. Announced. No. no see no, that no. to me. That to me says. Uh, it should be released within a year of the console. Yeah, it might be delayed. <laughs> oh, that's fair. No, is it? Fuck yeah! What if it's delayed? Yeah, I think the Google announced. But if James doesn't believe it, that's fine. I mean, all right, I, I, I'm going to put my neck out. I would say they're not even going to announce one. Right. Wow. So how? Yeah. How? Right. So this is from what? It's from March 2017. From from launch. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if I don't get announce your one, laptops and mobiles out, don't <laughs> skip, don't hit the skip button, you fucking prick! <laughs> oh, all right, oh, look at the odds now. <laughs> are, you, are you okay? Everyone's done. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, it just sounds like we 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 should be. Look, when the fun stops, stop. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Gamble responsibly. Okay, please. so if I don't, if there is one announced before March 2018, then I owe Farley an iOS game. You owe me another iOS game. Yeah. Well, well done. You <laughs> haven't got the first one yet. Yeah. Um, Pretty confident. Okay. Yeah. March so 2018. We better do. Fucking hell. <laughs> Mate, I'd love it if they turn around and said we are using Blu-ray discs and <laughs> we're launching with F-Zero. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, at the end, it's just like Mario walks on screen and goes, pay up, James. Yeah. <laughs> like like James, you might as well give him like a £20 voucher for iTunes. And then in slow motion yeah. chucks his Mario cap and it lands on the lens of the camera. And then that's yeah. the end of the conversation. <laughs> it, 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 it lands on the VR headset. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, what we've been playing. Well, um, I don't know how to do this, really. Should we get Sean out of the way, or should we just do our bit? Um, We're going to do this thing a little bit differently this week. Uh, We're going to discuss a game twice. First of all, during the show, we're going to talk about Inside, because that's what three of us have played. And then after the end credits, we're going to do a complete spoiler cast. Um, I mean, going into everything about the game. Do not listen after the end uh, end music, um, uh, if you've not completed Inside, because not only are we going to talk about it in terms of spoilers, but we're also not going to explain things. We're just going to talk about it as if everyone listening has played and finished Inside. So should we just do the spoiler-free chat first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, wanna, right. I mean, obviously everyone keeps saying, oh, the stuff. less the less you know about it, the better. Which is obviously quite frustrating. That's a wanky thing to say, right? But that that's what that's what um, got me interested in the first place. I love games like that. I yeah. love I, and it's totally understandable as well. Um, uh, mainly because I mean, you know the basic. I, mean, I assume that you've seen the trailers, right? Uh, well, I mean, I saw the E three bit. But yeah, didn't so tell you a lot did it? No, no. Uh, so. So inside, in fact, actually, I went back and looked at the 2014 trailer that it showed. 
showed a little bit too much for my liking. Really? On that, I was quite surprised. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff in there that I that I was blown away with when I when I experienced it. Um, so I'm kind of glad I didn't see it. Um, so inside is the new side-scrolling platform puzzler from uh, Playdead, who made Limbo, which was a game that seemed to have split opinion more than I remembered it doing when it first came out. And mm. um, you played Limbo, right, James? I'm pretty sure we spoke about this. I did, yeah, and I, I thought it was great. I really. It's liked incredible, it. isn't it? A fantastic game. Like, um, it was Sean last week that said that you didn't quite get on with Shit. it as much as. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, James. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, but you, you, I mean, you didn't like it as much as... Uh, uh, not and, and as much, that, no. Has that kind of put you off trying this new one? Uh, well, no, just as I think I, I, think I said last time, uh, friends who also didn't think Limbo was incredible are like, no, this is so fine. Yeah, I think if you had... If your main problem was with, uh, I guess, the themes and art style, then maybe you still will not like... Mm-hmm. This new game because it is very it's very similar. Yeah. I mean, um, you essentially you start off you're a young boy in woods and going from left to right on the screen. Right. Everything's very dark and silhouette and stuff like that. Um, and that just that's exactly what Limbo was. Yeah. At the, you know, at that stage of the game. I mean, it, it it invokes the same sort of stuff. Uh, but everything Limbo did, this takes and does it better. Mm-hmm. And that's not a criticism of Limbo because Limbo was very revolutionary when it first came out. It was very different to anything I'd played at that time. Um, but this is a game that has been worked on for what? Was it four or six years? It was a lot of years. Is what I think it was six. <laughs> I think Limbo came out in 2010. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so this has been worked, and you can tell that. I mean, it's been refined beyond belief, um, and uh, a lot of the stuff that uh, you like, you were talking about Limbo being pretentious. I don't think it's dropped that. Okay. But in the same breath, I don't think it needed to. Yeah. Um. I I I didn't find it pretentious at all. I think this has that same feeling. Um. Uh. I guess. Maybe I don't know. I I didn't feel those feelings, so I can't really tell if it's, it's just, the I same mean, thing. Just, just to be clear, when I say pretentious, I mean I just mean like it was. It felt like it was aiming for things that it just wasn't doing. For well, me. this this but, I don't know how James and Matt feel about that side of things, but um, I feel that it hits everything it aims for in this one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd I, agree. I totally agree. Um, I know. I'm, yes, I, I know. I know Limbo was pretentious, but um, but I can see why people might might say that. But this, I don't think does have the same feeling. I mean, no. I, I often so, get annoyed. In fact, I talked about this on the first episode of the Recycle Bin. Um, I hate when people use the word pretentious because often they just use it as like a a quick way of saying I didn't understand this, and that annoys me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just in this case, I just thought it was a bit like. Yeah, it's a bit creepy in that. I don't really feel like it's actually saying anything, though. But that's me. Yeah, I think this has a lot to say, but it doesn't say it. Okay. Um, and I th- we'll obviously this is something that we will we'll need to um, uh, we'll save until the end of the show. But this this game touches on a lot of themes, um, but doesn't directly address them or tell you anything beyond. Hey, we're touching some themes here. Okay. Um, and I, I love it. I loved it. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what happened when I finished it. I, um, I was expecting to be blown away, and I wasn't. 
I was baffled. I was confused. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to make of it. And uh, ever since then, it's just grown in my mind. Like, it's all I've thought about for the past three or four days. Um, and I, I'm definitely going to play this again. Like, definitely. Yeah, like, definitely. No doubt. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, this, I think I'm going to play week, again this I week. I think I'm going to go through Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just to try and go through things that I missed. To uh, try and look in the black back, in the background more. Um, and, and stuff like that, just to see what I can pick up, because I've been trying to piece theories together all weekend, and um, every theory gets blown out of the wall with something new that I see, and I'm like, oh yeah, of course that doesn't work, because this and this and this. Um, uh, and I think that's the stuff that people are praising, are giving so much praise towards. That's why this game's being so much uh, so praised, because the the puzzles and the platforming are good, in fact, they're better than good. They're, they're extremely refined and very, very well done. Um, but you kind of expect that from this because Limbo had very similar stuff. And okay, you were mentioning about Limbo's insta-death stuff and there's mm. a little bit in, in, in this, but not that much. I think, um, I think they pretty much nailed that though, didn't they? Because that's the one of the things I was going to say. Is like Mechanically, it's like it's a lot more friendly than the Limbo was. Yeah, like it doesn't. Yeah, you, there's really. I can only think about once when I died, and I thought, oh, that that's that's annoying. The rest of the door opening was... doors. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh... yeah. That's the same place for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if I should have said that, but uh, I suppose there's many doors that you open in this game, so it doesn't matter, does it? Um, <laughs> uh, but. One thing that I haven't seen praised a lot, I can't believe how well it runs. Despite it being, okay, relatively stylized over, you know, uh, graphically intensive. But th- that fucking thing did not drop a frame the whole way through and didn't look like it, st- it didn't struggle with a single thing. Like, it, it, it was so smooth. I'm assuming it's 60 frames. Have you? Did you pick up on that? Uh, no, I've no idea. Anyone? No, I mean, I mean no, it, 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 it ran really smooth, but I, I don't think it's doing a lot. It looks gorgeous and... But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's doing too much. You know, honestly. But, no, I but I was, Matt, Matt, the... after playing Mighty Number no. Nine, this this was this is pretty good <laughs> as far as that goes. Okay, so I don't know where to go from here. Maybe James and Matt, you should offer your opinions before we get Sean to ask some questions. Yeah. Go on, James. See, I don't know because I don't really know what to say about it without like spoiling stuff. I mean, we've already said it, it looks amazing, but I think the thing that I like the most is just the atmosphere. The atmosphere is is amazing in this game, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, that's helped by the sound design. Yeah. Uh, and and the the one thing that uh, that really did like blow me away was the animation. Like, um, I, I don't know if you re- read my review, but the, at the start of the game, and uh, so this isn't a spoiler at all, but at the start of the game, you come across a not a puzzle, but there's a stealth section, and um, usually when I, I don't know what it is. It there's a a sudden drop of his shoulders and a, a cautious look around a box, and you're like, "This is a stealth section." Like it didn't need to do anything. It didn't need to come up. Stay out of line of sight from this character. Here is their vision cone. This is what you need to do. It was just a little drop of the shoulders from the the character, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, something's up." Let's take this a little bit slower. Um, and it does stuff like that throughout the game that communicates so much to you without the need to fill the screen with there's no text no button prompts no life bars or anything like that it's just completely clean as and as i said not every game benefits from that you know sometimes you do need information on the screen i'm not saying that this is the way games should be what i'm saying is to achieve the level of tension and atmosphere that they were going for removing that stuff was was uh, essential 
uh, and although they've made it comp- they've made it harder for themselves to communicate to the player they absolutely now doing that like they n- absolutely now doing it every, every step of the way i knew what i needed to do um and there and there were a few puzzles where i got stuck but it was once i'd worked out what to do it was so obvious that i can't believe that i didn't read it properly so it was kind of like oh yeah shit of course as opposed to going oh fuck off <laughs> do you know what i mean like you're doing some of these puzzle games um what did you can think i Matt? can, yeah, can, can, on, can i talk about the death though am i allowed to talk about that at all yeah yeah of course because that was the thing that really affected me the most from this is how kind of horrific like death is in this. It's it's, well, it's really unsettling. It, it's, yeah, it's, it, it, it's very, very unsettling, like the way they've done it. Because, I mean, obviously, like everything's like zoomed backwards. So, you know, zoomed out. So you can't actually see. There's no detail at all. But the no. sound, again, it's the sound design and also just, you know, the, the little flinching movements and everything is it's, it's horrible. Like to watch, I felt terrible. Like every time I failed because of something, I really didn't want it to happen again because I didn't want to see what happens to the boy happen again. Yeah, like um, uh, what was special about the de- the deaths in Limbo was that because it was literally a silhouette, they could show um horrible, you know, gruesome deaths without it being disgusting on screen. Like you were seeing black droplets come from his neck and stuff like that well this is nowhere near as gruesome with its deaths but it's just as haunting um they've gone for sort of uh just a real sort of horrid i don't know how to describe it really but real eerie deaths where there's no blood there's not like tell a lie there's a couple of moments where that did happen but we'll talk about that later Uh, but but in the most part it is really just sort of a lot of strangulation. <laughs> yeah, the strang- that was the thing. It's the yeah, it's the strangulation that was just really, really horrible. Like, yeah, it's just really horrible. Especially when it's like it's this little boy, and then it's just like these people doing it. It's just it's awful. Did you keep projecting onto that? I think that so. One? Yeah, there yeah, is an same. element of that which makes it worse. You know, it's uh, yeah, well, it's but the very movement. very effective. Like, as I said, the animation is so good. The way the boy moves around on the screen is just so good. It just really, like, fuck, man. Yeah, it's mental. Matt, talk. Yeah, I thought it was stunning. <clears throat> um, I mean, I, I guess everything you said, I was going to say myself. I mean, some of the puzzles are really, really clever. Um, on a couple of occasions, I was stuck for like 10, 15 minutes. But, you know, I, as you said, once you actually, you know, get your hand around, head around it, um, it, it makes you feel stupid for not thinking about that solution quicker. And one thing you guys haven't mentioned as much, yeah, the animation's stunning, and I love the way it tells a story through the through the environments and through the things happening in the background. I think that's amazing. Uh, but the, the, the lighting is really, really fantastic. The, the, there are it loads is really of, good, isn't it? There's really, really good parts where it's, it looks so gorgeous, yeah, and it's absolutely dripping with atmosphere. Um, it's one of those games it's 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 like those films that i love where after you've watched it you're in a daze for like two hours you can't start thinking about it i was at after i was after watching interstellar i just remember like driving home thinking like you know thinking about all the things that the, that the film did and this game is exactly the same i i didn't i didn't sleep like i couldn't sleep immediately because i was still like all the things worrying around in my head about about what, about what just happened and what i'd experienced um yeah i can't wait to talk about it at the end of the show and talk about spoilers but yeah, I thought, I thought it was absolutely stunning, um, and it, it's I think it's easily the best game I've played this year. Um, yeah, it, it, the, the puzzles are clever, the atmosphere is off, you know off, off the charts, and uh, it's just a fantastic experience. Sean, man, are you are you? <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> thinking well, I need to I fucking need to buy it, obviously. Um, 
case this needs explaining to those listening, because obviously I don't have an Xbox One, so I need to wait for the PC version, which is out on the 7th, which is... Wait, so will that be when this show goes up? No, it won't. This will be, be a, a week tomorrow, if this comes yeah, out on the yeah. Wednesday. Right, yes. Um, a week... A what? A week tomorrow? No, no, it, no. this game will be out tomorrow. If it, This show will be yeah, out on yeah, Wednesday yeah. the 6th. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, so I've, I've heard enough, to be honest. Um, I know I need to play it, so... Fine. <laughs> um, just get on it, Sean. It's it's really frustrating, you know. It's been a it's been a long time since um, something's come about where everyone's raving about it so much, and I can't play it. Um, normally, I'm because I'm enough of a dick to just get th- like if you know if everyone's talking about something, then I'll just buy it. But it's been a while since like not owning the format has prevented me. Like this is I think this is probably the first game on the Xbox One where I've been like fucking hell. I mean, if it, obviously I can wait a week. For the PC version, but yeah, like, yeah. if this was a like full-on exclusive, I think I would be gutted. Do you, this, you wouldn't this... have you wouldn't have broken down when the two fifty Xbox come out? Well, no, not for one game, not for one indie. Game, yeah, but it's not. I mean? I mean, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it's, very it's not just for one game. game though, is it? There's nothing else I'm fussed about. But you see that that does highlight what's kind of. I mean, this game also highlights me for what's been a sad, like sadly missed from the Xbox this time around because. Mm. This has been the first game that's been like this, really. That's true, and the there Xbox 360 else, really. like, champion stuff like this, didn't it? So, yeah, yeah I mean, was... the summer, summer of Arcade was, alright, the last couple that they did weren't too good, but <laughs> do you remember when that first started and we had, like, Trials and yeah, Sp- yeah. Explosion Man and... Shadow Complex. Explosion Man and... Brilliant. Shadow Complex, yeah, you loved that game, despite the fact that it was uh, mid by a cunt. Um, <laughs> 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 what was the? What was the? Um, no, it was the uh, the, uh, the author. Was it wasn't, 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 wasn't made by Bastion. Oh, Bastion, yeah, that was good. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, we've this a long running joke, isn't it? But um, no. uh, yeah, but then you Bastion and and um, uh, Limbo, obviously, and stuff like that. Uh, was Braid in that originally? Yeah, 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 was yeah. That separate. Yeah. That is fucking mad, isn't it? So many games like that come out on that mm-hmm. one. Sort of the summer of arcade, that was a success, man. They, I would love them to bring that back and 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 maintain the quality that they did when they when it started. Yeah, that, that was all pre-metric, wasn't it? That's uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> BM. Um, the 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 thing is, is though, like, I that time in gaming when all that shit was coming out was so exciting. Because you had all these AAA titles that we were all expecting and they all come out and they were all as good as we expected and stuff. But then there was these little gems being dropped left, right and centre and it was kind of like, that is really missing from this gen, I think, so far. Mm. Um, and, you know, I can't see anything. I mean, obviously Cuphead is is really anticipated, but that feels like it's being promoted like a AAA game rather than just a gem out of nowhere. Like if they Can drop I... Cuphead and then it come out like a month later, that would have made more sense for me. But it, it seems to be dragging on that game. Mm. Can I ask a question about this actually? Because when the when the PS4 was first announced, they made a big thing about how they were going after indies and everything as being like yeah. a big thing. Yeah. How has yeah. that worked out? Because I don't know. Because I don't own one. Um, um, trying to think. I mean, no, yeah, no, really, no. they haven't been promoting them, have they, Sean? No, they haven't pushed it as heavily as they have. Previously, but there's yeah, there's been, there's been, tons been a of good lot stuff. of indie games come out, yeah. But um, I feel they were kind of front loaded, and it's like that. I mean, these days you don't really hear about them unless they come into PS Plus, yeah. 
but the start there was like all these there was that game what was that bloody game where you read minds it was like a platformer but you're you're a sticker and you can read oh, people's uh, minds and you stick to it to the puzzles. man stick it to the man yeah and you had like things like a doki doki universe yeah and uh rezo gun and stuff like that mm. uh and then it's kind of dried up i guess but I suppose the biggest game of last year could possibly be Rocket League, and yeah. that kind of feels like a an indie game like that. So I'm not too sure. It it is missing something like Summer of Arcade to shine a light on them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean to they often in- like a lot. You know, these games will come out and they don't even feature them on the store particularly. It's just you know, ah, no. fucking Call of Duty's out. Right, okay. <laughs> um, is that oh, is, is that also though because everyone's always just waiting for stuff to come out on PS Plus instead? Well, yeah, I think you know, there so is a bit it's... of that. I mean, one thing I will say is that like every single decent looking indie game that's come out on the Wii U, I'm always just like, yeah, but it's on PSN, and if I get it on PSN, I'll get the Vita version. So, yeah, I mean, harsh. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if I mean, if if you've not played Inside and you've got a PC. Uh, that can run it, or even an Xbox One, and you've never really heard of it. Um, buy it. Uh, there's, I, I said again, I said in my review that, that uh, you could go read that at spong.com. It's, um, I can't think of anyone that I wouldn't recommend this to. Um, there's a guy that I see quite regularly, a mate of mine, who uh, who's got an Xbox One, and he doesn't play it that often, but you know, he has the old game of FIFA or Rainbow Six or something like that. And I said, you've got to just try it. You'd like you've just got to play it because it's so different. I can't imagine anyone sitting there playing it and not getting something out of it. Mm. Because if they're not into all the the weird themes that it touches on, surely the 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 art style will grab them, or the sound design will grab them, or or the uh, or the amazing puzzles will grab them. You know, there's so much in this game to like that if there's one element that you don't, there'll still be enough there to keep you uh, to make it feel worth worth your purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Very, very big fan of that game, and it's up there for game of the year with me, which is weird because when I finished it, I was a little bit down on it. Not totally down on it, but was a little bit like, what? Yeah, I, I definitely had that, but I was also in the days like, what the hell have I just experienced? And wow, yeah. what an experience. Weird, but we'll. I suppose we'll get to that at the end of the show. We will. So if you want to hear some spoilers, stick around to after the uh, theme music at the end of the show. And it. All right, Sean, what you got for us? Well, I mean, that all sounds well and good, um, but it, I tell you what, <laughs> I tell you what, it's no Lost Reavers on the Wii U. It's... What the fuck is that? <laughs> so this was this was the project that fucking Harada uh, announced at E3 a couple of years back, and back then it was called Project Treasure, and it was going to be this free-to-play, like, co-op action RPG thing. Um. Basically, so you know, you know, Devil's Third was shit. Basically, take that and make it a free-to-play online co-op game. <laughs> what? See, I mean, they did that with Devil's Third anyway, but on the PC, well, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just fucking. It's you know, you just like I can't even get angry about this. It's just a waste of everyone's time. Okay, so what what like what genre is it? What okay, sort so of game is it? What do you do? It is very similar to Devil's Third in that it's basically you, there's four different characters you can choose from, and some are melee focused and some are gun focused. But they've all I think they've all got like some melee abilities and some shooting abilities, and you 
you switched between the two of them, um, but you're just going to end up using the one that your character's supposed to be best at. So that's that. Um, and you just you go through levels and you kill these rubbish zombies, and some of them have guns, and sometimes there's little spawn points and you have to destroy them. And then you you get to the end. And <laughs> it just feels horrible to play this annoying shitty music over the whole thing. I mean there's you know, there's two female characters in it and they're both wearing completely inappropriate attire, but it's just like, do you know what? I'm not even I'm not even engaging with it on that level because what's the fucking point? Sean, <laughs> sure, why are you playing this game? Because it's free and it's a Wii U game and there's not many of them around anymore, so <laughs> Oh my god! Um, you know. So where are they getting the money from then? What, what is there? You can, I don't know. You can, at some stuff? point you can buy stuff. I didn't even get that far. <laughs> I just I don't understand why they've bothered. There can't be more than like ten people playing it. <laughs> it's just so, sad. When you say it's, so, it's online co-op. Yeah. And were you getting were you getting games of it? Yeah, there's like there was about three rooms I could join. Um, with like a couple of players each, and that's it. See, because I remember <laughs> when we were both reviewing Devil's Third, <laughs> and we said, "Right, we got to review the multiplayer. Let's try and find a game." Yeah. Three quarters of an hour, we were in a lobby, <laughs> and uh, and then we said, "Well, okay, but let's try it when it comes out, just to see, you know, well, you know, we got a few games in with like one or two people, um, but then when it come out, I thought I'd give it another go." see what the servers are like, got in exactly the same. Yeah, nothing happening. <laughs> which, might, which might just be the matchmaking's fucked. Um, I, don't, I don't think that was the case, case Sean. <laughs> I think it's on three it? copies and it had 12 game points. <laughs> <laughs> right, th- this is a free-to-download game. Homework, you guys have got to like try and get a game organised between you three at least. Cause might be I'd be up brilliant. for that. I would, I would it might be, be brilliant for you three playing together. So that's what I want to I'll download it tonight. <laughs> I'll download it tonight. We'll try it. I want to hear that James, you up for that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I can do that. What's it called? Uh, Lost Reavers. Oh, Jesus. Well, fuck. actually, no, according to the document, it's Lost Reavers Gotti 2016. So, it is. um, make sure you search what I've called it. Make sure you search for Gotti. So, yeah, it's fucking. And yeah, and I've been playing more Stardew Valley. Uh, it's awesome. winter now, and it's, it's stunningly bleak. Um,. <laughs> Like all the things I was saying last time, but I'm just like getting on doing my farm and like everyone seems to hate me, but whatever. Um, Just like that, but more so because you just like every day you get up, you haven't got any crops because it's winter and nothing grows. So like all your fields are just fucked. Um, And you just get up, you sort your animals out, you feed them, you milk your cows, whatever. And you're like, well, it's still only 9am. I guess I'll just go and wander off and cut some trees down and then you do that for a bit and then you're like well it's noon i may as well go to bed but sean, <laughs> oh, sean I, when, I, everything i've heard in the past about this game no people barely mentioned the farming they were talking about talking <laughs> to in town talking about exploring you know mines or whatever are you talking to anyone or are you just sticking to your farm and going to bed I'm just sticking mid-day. to my farm. No, I'm, I'm talking to a few people and I'm getting requests, but obviously half of them are like, oh, yeah, I need plants. And it's like, well, it's winter, so you're out of luck, mate. Um, no, I've, I've been doing the mines as well. That, that's that been quite cool. It's been really interesting because like, it changes to winter and then suddenly it's like, well, I can't do plants anymore, so I need to find other things to do. And I've, you know, I've harvested a fucking shit ton of wood. Um, 
but yeah, I've started doing more stuff in the mines and like making more progress there because it's like, well, I haven't got any plants to look after. And then like this <laughs> guy tweeted at me saying, oh, you know, winter's really good because it allows you to like refocus and like, right, what do I want to, like, I can't do plants and I now really wish I could. So what do I want to do when spring comes around again? And straight away, I was like, right, I want to build a load of sprinklers and set them up. And then I was thinking, right, the sprinklers like only sprinkle like the four adjacent tiles like so above below left and right and i was like right so what's the most efficient way of laying them out and then like got a piece of paper and drew like a square grid and then figured out like the layout i'd need to put them in and then yeah the guy tweeted at me then then, like then tweeted at me saying oh yeah uh you know i spent like an hour drawing out a plan for all my sprinklers i was like mate i've just fucking done that (laughs) (laughs) that's brilliant i had the only days of minecraft didn't it dave yeah yeah, yeah, but send, I literally sent you an AutoCAD plan for our, uh, <laughs> for our Skype club. Oh, I want to go back into Minecraft fucking, a bit. Fucking chasers. Um, yeah. Did you ever come onto our server in the end, Sean? Uh, I think I did. I never saw chasers, though. No, because it was hidden. <laughs> oh, was it? Because I, found, it was I found an article that I wrote. I found an article. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was hidden, wasn't it? There was yeah. literally a doorway in the middle of nowhere, although we did put a massive chasers sign up. Yeah, it was huge. It. it was massive. But there was just a little doorway in the middle of nowhere, and you walked down, and there was this huge underground club. <laughs> I remember I had to get permission from the server owner to put lava in there because people were <laughs> abusing lava. And then, man, there were so many stories about that. Did you? <laughs> did you? Did you? Do you remember Campfire Burning? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the guy on Twitter. He created this whole like cave thing and someone broke into the server completely just destroyed it and put a sign outside the cave saying campfire burning sucks dick emailed me and said david was this you because i don't find this funny i was like no but <laughs> I wrote an article about it. I interviewed about him, uh, him about it. I wrote an article about it for Spoiler <laughs> at the time. That was, um, yeah. And then there was like this big controversy about people kept, because they had this massive glass cathedral and people kept like breaking the floor. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I, um, kept, like, yeah, on that server, I built like, oh, what was it? It was like a tree in like a giant glass dome that I then filled with water. And then one day someone thought it'd be funny to just break some of the glass so all the water poured out. That was good. <laughs> it's also funny i remember watching there's like 12 well, there's a fair viewers on, on the server once and someone accidentally set the forest alight and watching nice. like, everyone like just almost you know in tears basically because the entire forest was on fire and then people's houses started burning was one of the funniest things i've ever experienced <laughs> in an online game in my life Recently, I, I had a video suggested to me on YouTube uh, to go and watch the most cringy moments from Minecon, the Minecraft convention. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I sat down, all gleaming from ear to ear, thinking, yeah, this is it. This is going to be my night. I'm going to go through this. Oh, there's several different copies of it. Like with different. Uh, this is only, only part one. Can't wait for the next part. And uh, by the end of it, I was just the, the completely touched and I just thought these people are really into Minecraft and they're having a nice time. This is nice. Okay, they're a bit socially awkward, but who isn't? <laughs> and, uh, and it completely destroyed me. That's I the problem thought... when you get like, you know, like fail compilation videos and stuff and it's like, the first few, it's like someone fucking falling out of their chair and that's always funny. <laughs> and then after it a is. bit, you're like, oh, I'm just laughing at people with genuine mental illnesses. 
Yeah, there was a lot of that on there. Yeah. And I kind of thought, oh, this ain't funny. Yeah. This is just something really that's mean. very socially awkward. Yeah, yeah. like... But there was one right. Okay, let me explain this because I'm, you know, how out of touch I am with stuff, and how my I'm like a fucking idiot with stuff like this. There was one guy that clearly, a kid. He was a kid. He must have been about twelve. He clearly had autism, right? Mm -hmm. And he turned around to, and when I say clearly had autism, it was because of his question, nothing else. He turned around and said, "Sonic the Hedgehog." Did anyone? Oh, sorry. That was. Uh. <laughs> uh, good one. Um, he was no. He asked uh, people that were working on the game. Did uh, does does anyone that work on the game suffer from autism? Okay. And they they turned around to him and said, um, "Yeah, that's a very inappropriate question. We're not going to answer that." Right? Which is. <clears throat> Because the, okay. there's a way right, of hearing that's... that question that's like, oh, the people who work on this have fucking autism, did they? Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's but, obviously like, not what he meant. I think what they were saying was that if we have, we wouldn't want to tell a whole room of people, like, you know, it's a very uh, yeah. personal question or whatever. The kid was 12, mm-hmm. and because of that question, that would indicate that he might have autism. There was a better way to respond. Yeah. They literally turned around and went, no, no we're not answering that. It's a very inappropriate question. Like, I, I just wish I was on that panel to go, um, to ask him. And then, you know, not turn it back on him, but just say, um, like, oh, why, why does that interest you? And then just talk to, like, treat these little kids like, I don't know, there was some real sort of tension between the people asking questions and people answering them. Mm. I just kind of, kind of thought, oh, don't be dicks. Yeah. They're there because they love the game you work on. Yeah. Just be nice. Yeah, it's um, like the kid asking that, that is probably, you know, his angle is probably because I do and I found this relatable for, you know, yeah. for certain reasons or this is how it's benefited me or... Any number of was, angles that could have come from. Just a weird moment. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I that's why I... Basically, after watching that video, that's why I'm not going to watch any um, uh, videos of brony cons. <laughs> uh, because I don't want to have sympathy for those people. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Should we get uh, to the emails? Quickly, I've also oh, been God, playing sorry. Destiny, uh, Iron Banner, Weekend, good fun, got some cool items, made my numbers go up, had a laugh, good game. I need to get back on that. It's good, man. Yeah. Seriously, need to get back on it's that. Proper good. I'm finally. I'm. A, I'm high enough light level to start doing the the proper new uh, Prison of Elder stuff. So I'm buzzing. Uh, I'm well behind with that, no doubt. I'll Do get you get like a load of new gear when you log in? Because I'm assuming they've just introduced a load of stuff. You, you will you get in boxes, um, don't you? Yeah, you get these old boxes, but they won't have good stuff in them. But it's easy no. enough to get yourself leveled up now. So. Just whenever oh, you fancy really doing it, it just I'll make sure I'm there and I can talk you through all the bizarre new shit it's throwing at you. I mean, that's what I want to do, but apparently we're playing some shit free Wii U game. So <laughs> <laughs> priorities, <laughs> mate. Money boys. Priorities. For the show, the show comes first. The show is before boss. our own joy. Uh, yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, emails or tweets. Okay, we've got some emails. We've got two emails. We've got uh, first one. Do you keep your gaming hobby to yourself when you new- meet new people or even people you've known for a while? I'm just curious as the majority of my friends have no clue that I'm a gamer. I'm not saying I'd be worried about them knowing, but I've got a feeling nerd culture is still a bit taboo to most people. If I told someone at a bar that I'm into music, football and video games, they would instantly imagine me in my parents' basement with a pot noodle in my beard. 
I mean, if I found out a friend was really into knitting, they listened to knitting podcasts and watched knitting press conferences every year at 2am, <laughs> I think that they were fucking weird. What are your thoughts? Josh? I think that's a very inappropriate question and you do, you know, we're not going to answer that. <laughs> um, it's weird, right? Because I always feel like, I might have mentioned this before, where I'm just like, you know, I'm at ease with it. I understand that some people might find it odd, but I don't really care anymore. I'm 31 years old, who gives a shit? But then occasionally, like, like I was at, um, at work and I mentioned I was going to Glasgow for the weekend. This is for Glasgow Games. I said, oh, it's, it's like a video gaming thing. And this one woman who doesn't normally work out of our office and is a bit of a cunt um, just started being like, oh, is it like you're going to be like dressing up and doing all that? And I'm a bit like, no, but not that, not that that's, I mean, that's not me. And people do that, and that is fine, but I don't. But why am I keen to point out that I don't when I think it's fine, but I'm just not... Here's what you uh, should do, Sean. Yeah. Dress up like Bayonetta yep. just once in your house. Yep. Just one time. Yeah. Get a photo of it. Yeah. And if someone ever says that to you again, go, yeah, I do, look. <laughs> <laughs> just show it to them. Because uh, <laughs> I just want to blow their little minds yeah. I, I, I've i always gone into it by going yeah I play video games I love them I love them like, I think that's if you the, have yeah. your confidence behind it they don't know what to do yeah if but you can just own kids. it nah. and be like look I, you know like if you think this is weird it's because you're old sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah I was <laughs> no. going to say people are similar age group now Like they've gone over it for a long long time so you know, everyone plays games. Just look like look at a train or the bus on the way to work. Everyone's playing like, you know, Candy Crush or like some game on their phone. Like it's um, yeah, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah, at but all. when you start explaining that, that's when you've lost. Like when yeah. when you're speaking to a non-gamer and going, look, everyone plays games. You play Candy Crush. That's a game. Like you've lost at that point, and it's, it's like when you you know, like when any television program. Um, covers games and that you know they always start with it video games are now a multi-billion dollar industry <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're everywhere and everyone you know I, everyone, everyone plays angry birds and it's like if they just were if they had permeated culture to that extent you wouldn't feel the need to point that out even girls play them now fucking nonsense those programs come out with it's just yeah. insane yeah. but but no i i just i don't explain it it's like people go um like, I will just actively say, oh, yeah, I've, I've started playing this new game. It's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. You play video games? Yes, I love them. They don't know how to react to that. Like, oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. I fucking love them. They're the best. I I, I love playing. I'm so addicted to games. I might have to just, I don't know, I might have to put that in every podcast from now on. It's like um, I've had a few, like, a few discussions where, you know, I've mentioned, like, oh, well, you know, like uh, when I went to um, Chris Band's stag do, and I was like, we're going to a, farmhouse middle of nowhere um and we're all going to take consoles we're going to play games ah yeah but that's and that's i mean all right okay in the context of a stag i can see why some people might think that's odd but um but if they do sort of turn their nose off a bit like no right it's not like we don't play games where you all just sit there staring at the screen and don't speak you you pick games that you know are going to get people like fucking screaming at each other and shouting and actually having fun and talking about it and like i think a lot of people don't realize that stuff like that exists like when you like um you know if you get people who don't really play games be like oh yeah fucking sit down and play gang beasts with some people you don't know and then in 10 minutes they're all like absolutely like pissing themselves laughing and shouting each other man i don't know if it's that simple i don't know if it's that easy to translate i've i've met people where i've 
literally gone, this is so much fun. And then it gave it given them a pad and they're just like, oh, I don't get it. This is, no, this, <laughs> and then they put the pad down. Like, oh, I'm not just, no. Mm. Um, but I, I never shy away from telling people that I, I love them. Mm. You know, not them. I love them. <laughs> I love and you. Computer and Mario. games. Never shy away from telling people you truly. <laughs> the last time I did this, someone actually asked me if I like games, and I started getting all excited and started talking to them. And then it turns out that they were another Michael Fox, and it was bald games they were referring <laughs> oh, to. I leave off. And then I was just like, Ugh. get out, <laughs> you nerd. Um, the, I'll tell you what is funny though going to a party now and seeing like and, and there being like a 14 year old kid there and talking to them on a level about computer games people just look at you like a fucking weirdo I I, I, I was at a party I was at my uncle's um, uh, 60th birthday party and uh, one of my it's sort of distant relative but he's he's about 14, 15 and uh, he was talking about Destiny oh, yeah. and like on a level like not Oh, I like to play Destiny. I like that level on Earth. It was like, yeah, we were doing Prison of Elders the other day, and this happened, <laughs> and then I'm I'm looking to you know level up this side, and I'm a level such as such, and all this, and I was having a proper genuine on the level conversation with him about bits of Destiny. Talk about Volta Glass and the first time we went through that and stuff like that. <laughs> and his dad sat there. He looked like he was about to be sick on the floor. <laughs> It was like his child talking to a thirty-year-old, a thirty-one-year-old man in what looked like a different language. <laughs> it was just, it was like really funny. I've had like, you know, productive conversations. Um, it was one of my aunties was like, she's got a sorry, not her cousins even. She's got a son, and she's like, oh, a bit worried about him. Like he just, he just really likes playing computer games, and he's a teenager, and I'm like bit concerned and i'm like mate that's basically fine now like it's not like i think older people have this view that like oh if he plays games then that's it it's like no like as long as you as long as your kid is just well into something they will find other people who are into the same thing and they will develop a social life around that yeah yeah and that's fine absolutely well like drugs sean well yeah particularly (laughs) social life around drugs and, and I think she actually said, like, um, you know, like, I'm worried, like, you know, how's he going to meet girls? It's like, girls fucking play games as well. It's going to be fine. And even if, just, you know, and even if they you don't, like, said, you don't have to. There's a website called My Free Cams. Yeah. Go check it <laughs> no, out. No, no, That's how he's going to meet girls. Second, second life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, like, and even if they don't, like, you don't have to meet people based off shared interests. Um, if you just, oh, no, know. none of my very close friends play video games, apart from you know Matt and thanks for fucking uh, Chet and John and James and you. But like I'm talking like my real life mates. You know what I mean? Thanks. Not one <laughs> much gets worse. Not one yeah, I yeah, see yeah. every year. There was a related question to this that I thought I thought we should just skip to. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find it, so I'm doing your job here, uh, James. But <laughs> I, I just know that you'd never put two and two together. Uh, While you're doing that, um, yeah, in relation yep. to like the conferences, I mean, yeah, I obviously like Sean. You know, the cool people in the room. We we booked time off at E3, and <laughs> I don't know. I've like you know watched yeah. E3 and absolutely love it. It's the best thing ever. It's like Christmas every year. Um, a bit like real Christmas, in fact. Um, but I, I'd never thought it'd be embarrassing. I didn't think it'd be embarrassing. It's just like what I've done. So when when people say what are you what are you doing for you that time off, I said I said oh, I'm just watching. Um, these are video game conferences that were streamed from America. And I thought, hang on, is this embarrassing? I don't 
And, you know. Well, the, the, what always amuses me about the conversation about E3 is I'll always start with, well, basically every year there's this massive conference in LA. And they go, oh, shit, you're going to LA? Uh, no. no. Um, <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go, go to Los Angeles and being paid by a magazine to go um, and cover it. No. You see, like, my wife rips the piss out of me for doing this. Like, every time, every time, like, we're done with this and I go in, she's like, oh, I had a good time, did you? And all this kind of thing. It's, it's awful. It's, see, Joe, uh, Joe just, she gets angry if she doesn't, if I'm not playing a game that she thinks is socially acceptable. So right. if I'm playing Call of Duty or FIFA, she doesn't mind at all. Anything with explosions, she's totally fine with. But when I'm playing Dark Souls, she's like, what the fuck is this? You're not doing this to me. You're not doing this to me, David. <laughs> turn this off you know what I mean <laughs> stuff like that she draws a line big time um, uh, Ms Rangers 999 uh, asked name one game uh, to show a non-gamer why you love gaming so much so it's kind of related he said for me it's Res uh, it took me places no other game has uh, I could not I, I think that's a terrible choice I mean yeah. it's all personal and stuff but I think it's a terrible choice that's not going to show Mine. anyone like if someone someone has like a very distant a preconceived notion about what games are res is not the game to make and go oh holy shit like yeah I, that just it's like oh it's sort of like tron of course it is you know? <laughs> yeah I, it's, and it's not very clear what you're doing and it's that you can't relate to it at any point i don't think yeah. but for me right my favorite game to explain to a non-gamer and it's only one side of gaming that i'm explaining here but it's it's one side of gaming that they can go Okay, I can get on board with that. Um, is Mass Effect the Mass Effect okay. trilogy? So I I turn around to him and say, "Do you watch Star Wars? Yeah. Imagine a Star Wars game where you're controlling Anarchy Skywalker, God. and uh, <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Kill me. <laughs> and uh, uh, Darth Vader's is coming down from the spaceship, the mothership, and you get to decide everything that the the but basically, I'm taking a piss there, but imagine a Star Wars where you watch the first film, but you're deciding everything the character is doing. You're not deciding on what happens to the character or the events that are going on around him, but you're deciding how you can uh, control. You can form alliances with certain people. You can make enemies from other people. You could treat people like shit. You could treat people uh, well. Um, and your consequences... Uh, reacting characters' deaths and loss of team members and stuff like that. Now imagine the second film coming out and everything you've done in that first game carries over to that... Uh, that first film carries over to that second film. And you, so your experience and your film is so different to someone else that's also going through this. And then imagine a third game coming out and the first two... All the stuff carries over to that one as well. The ending shit. Don't worry about that. Just treat that like the third, the the, the, the uh, films four, five, and six in the Star Wars trilogy. But the, the the what they can relate to there is that. Hold on. Oh, I get it now. It's kind of like you're you're building this story yourself, and it's different to people around you. Like mm. it's got a different consequences. Different things happen. And that shows what an interactive medium can do to something that they're totally used to. Do you know what I mean? They're used yeah. to watching films, but they're not used to having a separate experience from someone else that's watched the same film. Whereas with games, you can do that because it's interactive. That's I, I, that's how I describe um, just a small... That's part of the reason why I love uh, this medium. And I think that gets that point across really clearly to someone that's never played a game before. I would say that's a terrible one, but it's personal choice. <laughs> 
Why is that? Why is that? Well, because it, the question was name one game to show a non-gamer. I mean, that's a great game to explain stuff to a non-gamer. But if you show yeah, non-gamer, you're right. a man, he's like shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, and like you're like person has a button combinations. You're going to menus. You're, I don't know. I think yeah. that'd be too much. So you fucked no, it. No, I suppose you're right. Um, but it's a really but good question. If it was just showing it, it'd just be fucking Drive Club because I'd just be like, look how good it looks. Yeah, that's the that's the the sad answer, isn't it? It's you yeah. just show them a fucking driving game, and <laughs> but I, I, yeah, like obviously I, there was a good um, piece. Uh, I think Lewis Denby wrote it. It's going back years now, and it was um, he was saying like he was outside a nightclub or something and got chatting to someone. Guy says, "Oh, what do you do? Write about video games." Guy says, "Oh, yeah, that, that Halo's really good, isn't it?" And you sort of being the people we are, we want to be like, well, yeah, but that doesn't really. Like, that's scratching the surface, mate. Like, there's so yeah. much that games do now, and that's just. But of course, like, what you should just do is be like, yeah, yeah, Halo's wicked, because <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like just to pick one game to sort of be the sort of ambassador. Um, I don't think I could do it. Like, uh, what, what, what about the witness? I could do that one. <laughs> yeah, um, no. but then again, that's like. Yeah, because that, that relies on you knowing quite a lot about games and how games work. Like with The Witness, you can't just be like, "This game where you go around an island and you, there's these little panels with puzzles on them," and <laughs> you know, like it is quite unremarkable um, in that sense. But to then be like, "No, it's it's really clever the way it sort of develops all these sort of visual languages and you learn to interpret them and blah blah blah." It's a I bit... think just thinking about the question now, I think Portal Two might be a good one because it's got quite a funny dialogue. You know, yeah. you, the, maybe maybe they recognise Stephen Merchant or whatever. It it looks quite interesting. It's a fun little puzzle game, but it's not too complex. It's fit. Yeah, I, I think Portal Two might be a good one, but it's a really good question. I'm going to think about a bit better answer for next week. I think I was kind of in a I was kind of in this situation recently. Do you remember though, when that woman at work um, oh, was yeah. doing some research for a book, mm. and she she asked me to show us a few games. So I showed her Skate Two. I think not Skate Two. What's the um? Oh, what is that? Uh, the the side scrolling, you know, old school looking skating game. Oh, Ollie Ollie. Ollie Ollie. Yeah. yeah. So I showed her Ollie Ollie 2 to say, look, this is point based gaming. So, you know, I was taking her through stuff like that. The game that impressed her the most was Destiny. Because okay. at the time I was playing Destiny a lot. And I booted Destiny up and I was like, okay, this is like the hub area. So I took her to the tower and said, this is just people going about their, their business. They're, they're, Getting, they're buying things, yeah. they're selling things, they're doing stuff like this. This is where commerce then, happens. Then I, <laughs> then I took her to um, uh, Earth, and like obviously it was Earth. I said, "This is Earth, but it's you know years and years in the future, and uh, it's complete wasteland now." And then showed her around a bit, and then she said, "Well, what's that? Why aren't you shooting that one there?" I said, "Well, that's another player in the game." what someone in the world i said yeah let's i'm gonna drive over to them so i drove over to them and just did an emote of a little dance and she yeah. laughed at that and then she absolutely pissed herself when the other person d- danced back <laughs> she said what so someone's actually dancing with you now like somewhere in the world yeah that's just how you communicate in this game when you haven't got your headset on um and like within minutes i was just completely lost doing my own thing <laughs> like and she was like wow, you're really into this now, aren't you? I was like, yeah, sorry, that happens. And, and <laughs> that was the one that stuck out for her, really. It was very strange. I didn't expect it to be that. I thought that would be the turn-off. But, um, it depends massively it, on the person you're trying to sell on it, isn't it? 
Like, yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah. with music or whatever. You can't just be like, well, I think this is good and worthwhile, so therefore listen to it. <laughs> like it's all about knowing what other people are into and what's going to pique their interest. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I, I genuinely like showing people Mario Kart 8 yeah. because I think for a lot of people, a surprising amount of people, the last Mario Kart game they saw was Super Mario Kart because mm-hmm. that was so huge and so many people had SNESs and stuff and yeah. they remember Super Mario Kart. And then when you look at what that game looks like now, they're like, holy shit, this is pretty special. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. <laughs> See, like with, Not like, when you've played it for a million hours. Something like Journey, I think, maybe is a good one. Um, one, because there's mm. no combat in it and it's just you know if you explain to people look you start this game and you're this like weird monk thing and it just goes right there's a mountain go on (laughs) you know like that's sort of intriguing enough and then when you explain how the multiplayer works in that again if you just show it to someone like look that's another person i can't really communicate directly with them i can just do these little chirpy noises and flutter about but watch as we learn to work together you yeah. know, and that's that's cool and weird, and they, you know, again, it's something only games could do. Um, I've got a feeling um, VR will help yeah. bridging this gap a little bit. Yeah, like I, right. I can't imagine someone coming over and saying, "Put this headset on, try this out," and then a not being impressed and b not wanting to do it. Yeah, I think that will be uh, that will be something that really I, bridges that. I was gap. also thinking when this first question first got read out, I thought, okay, maybe The Walking Dead, you know, season one, because that, that that was like a real emotional. Sort of pull for me. I thought, yeah, I thought that's, it was amazing. When I thought that that's like a lot to show someone. You know, how long are they going to be around your house? You know, do I have to get my taxi home? And it's like two in the morning. Um, also, you know, Last of Us. You know, it's, it's a it's a stunning beginning. It's a really great start to the game. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, and maybe true. Last of Us might be. It's also quite violent, but um, that's obviously a really sort of cinematic experience and one that should be fairly easy to translate. Um, do you remember? Do you remember? Right, uh, the, it's a bloody the, the great question. Had a lot, the the console had a lot of um, uh, faults and everything, but do you remember when the Wii came out and there was just this question would just be instantly answered with Wii Sports? Yeah, the amount of yeah. people it was like, oh, I don't, no, I don't want to play a game, and you just go, no, look, it's bowling. All you do is hold this swing and then let go of the ball, and they like, oh, okay, oh wow, there, this is really good fun. Nine times out of ten, they got a strike on their first go, and you were you were like, "Okay, can I have it back now?" Yeah, go on in now. <laughs> but, but man, that got a lot of people. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? It got a lot of people that weren't into games into games. Mm. So that was, uh, yeah, that was that was a pretty incredible week when yeah. I was taking that Wii around with me everywhere to uh, to show people. Uh, uh, How been like studies? Obviously, you know, the the at the time, everyone's saying the Wii is expanding the market and. This, that, and the other. I mean, has anyone looked into it? Has there been a noticeable difference since then? I know, obviously, well, there's more people in the did. world. Are more people it buying did, games? And then people bought iPhones. Mm. You know, and then, then everyone just plays stuff on iPhones now. Yeah. Shame. Next question. Okay, we've got my girlfriend and I were recently searching for a new television for her flat. She's not played a lot of games since she was younger and plugged plugging her GameCube into the HDTV, um, it looked pretty shit. <laughs> What game would you like to see updated with more modern graphics? Sean? Good question, Luke. What do you think, Sean? Uh, sticking with the GameCube thing. Uh, Doshin the Giant. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Skate 3. You missed a, a classic <laughs> gag there. Uh, next question. Okay, we got got... Um, These are the tweets now. We've got... 
Uh, from uh, Haze Red Mist, we got what are the panelists' favourite handheld consoles of all time and why? Easy for me, the DS Lite. Yeah. Um, that is still a stunning piece of kit to look at. I think it's gorgeous. Yeah. I think it looks so good. And when you open it up, it just it brings back loads of memories. I mean, Owendan uh, was up yes. there as one of my yeah. favourite games of all time. The DS Lite was the last DS I owned, actually. It was, yeah, did, I, I, did I ever tell you, um, so my friend Ian Dixon, who has been, yeah, he's been on Midnight Resistance. Um, he used to be on Dark Zero back in the day, but then he like, got a job in the industry, so couldn't really do stupid podcasts anymore. Um, he uh, Didn't stop Capone. That's true. <laughs> um, so he lived in Japan for a year, two years, um, and he would basically... Like, he would take requests for stuff that I wanted from Japan, which at one point included a DS Lite and a copy of Oenden. Um And then basically when he had enough stuff to fill, like, a sizable cardboard box, he'd, he'd ship it over. Um, and fucking hell, what an amazing thing. Like, it's basically like Christmas, except, like, half of your presents you've just picked and the other half, like, one of your best mates has picked for you. And it's all stuff from Japan that you couldn't just get yourself. It was fucking mint. And yeah, basically that morning I was just glued to Oenden all day. It was wicked. I, I, I did I did I tell you about how I uh, found out about Oenden and how I ended up playing it? No. I um I was in Milton Keynes at the time and I had a knock at the door and I went and answered it. It was a postman mm. and uh he said, oh, I've got a package for you. I was like, Okay, sign for it. Open it up. It was Wendan. Like it was, you know, that front cover, that red front cover yeah, with a big yeah, yeah. Japanese text over. It. I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> and where has it come from?" So I put it in, and obviously it was all Japanese. I didn't understand a thing, so I looked it up mm-hmm. uh, and found the game and found the translation. So started playing it and thought, "This is fucking insanely good. Oh my <laughs> god!" So um, I went on Xbox Live and we were probably playing Bank Shop Billiards too, uh, <laughs> me and James Farley. And I went, yeah. this is so weird. Someone sent me this game and uh, I have no idea what it is. It's some rhythm action game. And, and you went, oh, when, Dan? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, you were smashed on Xbox Live the other yes. week. <laughs> and we were talking about it. And you said you were going to order it before you went to bed. And uh, yeah, I did. I ordered it. Got Woke up the next morning and completely forgot about it. Amazing. <laughs> and, Do you remember yeah. that? Because we, we played that. We were playing that at exactly the same time. We finished the game at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I finished it. I like called you and you were like, I've just finished as well. And it was, it was yeah, an amazing game. And then when you think about like Phoenix Riot and playing that game on that system and yeah, yeah. stuff like that, man, that console was just so good. I loved it. I've I got so many it. Animal Crossing memories on that console. <laughs> I remember I bring that Man, into do you work. Know, I still got mine. Maybe I should pick up an old copy of that. I'm sure you could get that in CX. An old copy of Animal Crossing on the DS Lite. I'd yeah, play definitely. that. You can, yeah. What um what what color one did you have? I had I had the white one, like crystal white, or whatever it's called. I had the navy blue one that yeah. only came out in Japan. Yeah, How about that one? Well. Mm. Show off. Sweet. Cool lads. Uh, I also had a custom wooden stylus from Rollmuck Forum. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I always wanted Elmo to get one of those. They look proper nice. They were so good. Yeah, yeah they were good. They, I know they improved my Oenda. No, no end. Yeah, <laughs> I had a good. mad experience playing Oenda on a train once um, in that it was weird. Like You know, you've seen The Matrix, yeah? Yeah, I've seen that film. I've seen seen the that film. cultural yeah. milestone, yeah. <laughs> well, I never know with Dave. He's just like, oh, fuck <laughs> that. Um, and uh, yeah, basically, you know, when Neo sees the Matrix at the end, it was a bit like that. It was like I was seeing 
like as the you know the the rings sort of get smaller and then that, when they yeah. reach the center that's when you have to tap him it was like i could i could see them like as like units of time <laughs> you do have to go on a certain days then you? you have to go in like yeah. in the zone to really you like know, smash went into hit. a proper trance doing it it was amazing I wasn't such a fan of Elite Beat Agents. They were still good, but it didn't have a charm. It wasn't there. that great. I didn't well, like that. It was interesting, wasn't it? It was just because we knew all the songs in it. So it Did just... you ever play Owendan 2? Because that was also not quite as good. Oh, really? Yeah, mostly I did because play of the, yeah. Just because of the song choices were not were not quite as good. Yeah, I think no. part of the, the joy for us playing the first one was just that, yeah, it was like we didn't know any of the songs. And some of them were fucking great. Yeah, they were great. Oh, Rinder, I want to that again. Fucking the violin wait, one. did you do that on purpose or are you just being racist? What? It's Linda Linda. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, do they literally say Rinda Rinda Rinda? Do they? Yeah, oh, do they say Linda Linda? Linda. Oh, I don't know. Accidental a, racism of the week. That's thing. A... <laughs> oh, I don't know, Sean. <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care anymore. Um, how about you, James? Is it the same for you? Yeah, probably this one. All, all the links. I'm, I'm joking. So, <laughs> I, 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 I also love my GBA Advance. I play that tons. Do you remember the? Do you remember what the original DS looked like? Fuck, that was awful. Yeah, yeah the yeah. DS fat Big silver hideous mess. machine. Who knew that was think... going to destroy the PSP? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> true. Fucking hell! All right, I remember playing next question. the um, Tony Hawk. No. Tony Hawk games on Game Boy Advance. Oh, I love them. They were class. They were so surprisingly the only, all the right. Only games, yeah. Yeah. The only games on the Game Boy Advance I can remember really enjoying were probably Advance Wars, yes. which was amazing, yeah. and the Castlevania games. I was, fuck, I was going to say the really Castlevania good. games. Yeah, they were amazing. All the, oh, the what, DS and, ones um, were wicked as well. WarioWare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was uh, original DS. What about uh, X versus Advance, Sorry. <laughs> Classic. Do you remember Seminal that? Next question. First quick. person shooter. Hey, we got to do a whole spoiler cast after this. We've got to do a whole spoiler cast. Don't bother me. I'm going to bed when we... X versus Seva. Bring it back. That could have been. We have to do that. That could have been an amazing lie. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Next question. Okay, summer games done quick is on this week. Yes. What game would you like to see done quick? Uh, do you want to know what game it is first, Sean? Uh, okay, oh. so this summer games done quick is the summer version of was it awesome games done quick? Yeah. A A G D Q. Um, yeah, and it's just a cool little speed running event um, for charity um, where basically they just get loads of people to stream them doing. Ludicrous speed runs. I saw Bastion completed in like twenty five minutes last night. Um, and yeah, it's just it's pretty good fun, and it's for charity. And it's... is that where that video's from? Where that guy's playing some weird uh, platformer game, and some guy, other guy, was commentating on the on the sofa next to him, and the, like the tension was awful between them. That's, Have you not seen that? That sounds exactly like it, yes. Um, yeah, it was thing... really awkward. And then at one point, the guy goes, I would prefer if you just shut up. Yeah. And then like the guy just dips his head and doesn't say anything for the rest this, of the stream. Well, this is really the awkward. thing. As it turns out, um, lads who obsessively play one game to the exclusion of all others in order to completely <laughs> master it and learn all its bugs and tricks and whatever just to you know, shave a few seconds off their total playtime. Not the most charismatic <laughs> people. Um which is which is fine. I mean that's why you know, like I say that's why they have this setup where you've got the guy playing it and then they'll have like like a few people on a sofa behind them to sort of commentate. The thing is half the guys on the sofa don't really say fuck all. There'll just be one person who's like a functioning human being and and they do all the talking. Um sometimes like the guy uh during the Bastion one, um 
the the guy who was actually playing it like he was just talking to the whole thing and he was just really confidently explaining everything he was doing and um like some people can just multitask like that i guess but um yeah it, it's fascinating it's not something i could ever like the idea of getting into it myself um fills me with dread um it's like when people start you know talking really seriously about esports and stuff i'm like man that is just not it's not how i enjoy games um <laughs> But it's, it is fascinating to see the things that they do. Yeah, it's um, really like enjoyable to watch. Yeah. yeah, like they'll just be like, they'll be playing through a game and they'll be like, oh, and by the way, we're on the Japanese version because um, there's slightly less dialogue in it. So that shaves off about two seconds and <laughs> stuff like this. Um, and then you just, yeah, it's like sometimes you'll get ones where it's just, oh, they're just incredibly good at the game. Or they've learned that if you use the slide kick, it's slightly quicker than running and stuff like that. But then sometimes um, they did um, Zelda Link Between Worlds. And um, so, you know, the start, you get the sword and you have to deliver it. And he's like, right, we're not going to do that. Um, We're going to go up to the mountain at the top, Death Mountain. And we're going to get this bird to knock us over some rocks that we're not supposed to be able to get past. And then that lets us skip loads of the game. And and it's just really funny seeing him break the games in all these weird ways just to save some time oh man i'd love to see a proper someone do a proper um speed run of dark souls you know oh yeah, yeah, there's, there's, yeah someone did done. um someone did demon souls last night i know um, i mean i'm joking everyone does speed runs of dark souls oh, that was a joke. sorry yeah, I'm just so. very, if i'm just very excited about speed runs all of a sudden um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah someone did demon souls which is really interesting again because i sort of have like the sort of, only the vaguest memories of that game um so yeah, fascinating to see someone just pile into it. Uh, so what games do you want to see done right? Skate FIFA. 3. What was that? Skate 3. Skate... <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Um, next question. <laughs> okay, Summer's here. So if you could visit a theme park based on a computer game, which game would you choose? Demon's Souls. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Mm. A theme park based on Banjo-Kazooie would be my ultimate fantasy. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> Uh, I mean, um, <laughs> snake or otherwise, snake, snake on the thirty two ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> Why is that tickled me so? Much? <laughs> just dropping the Nokia name in. Just done it. Uh, did James any answer to this one? No, can't think of anything. Else. Okay, let's do one more. Let's do one more because we're we're lagging and we. Uh, we need to get to this spoiler cast. Right. All right. Uh, okay. After being quite impressed with the show at E3, I've picked up an Xbox One. How likely am I to get a game of Titanfall? Very likely. I think very if likely. You, oh, really? Yeah, I, I put it on, and uh, there's still people playing it. I mean, there's a, the pool is a lot smaller, and um, uh, you won't get the choice of game modes anymore. Everyone's just playing Attrition now, which is a shame because... Um, there are some cracking game modes there, but it's still worth picking up because it's like four pound, and uh, well, it's free if you've got EA access. So um, definitely play it; it's really good. I think oh. all the DLC is free as well on that. Uh, Super yeah. Mario A three asks, just checking if anyone's asked the HD remake question yet. Uh, yes, they have. Super Mario A three, they <laughs> snuck it in. There we go. Right. Um, do you want to do the social media stuff, Matt? Uh, we're on Twitter. We're at Computer Game Pod. We're at facebook.com uh, slash computer game show. And we're on YouTube. Um, all the episodes now up to date. Every every new episode goes up on there uh, on the Wednesday or Thursday, depending on how quick it can get done. But the, all our shows will be up on there. So go to youtube.com, search for the computer game show, or just go to youtube.com slash 
the computer game show. And that's it. Good. Um, and uh, leave us iTunes reviews. Uh, let people know that we exist because it really helps us out. And uh, thanks for living it. We'll see you next week. Or if you finished inside, we'll see you after the, uh, the, the music that I'm about to play. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Welcome back. If you've not played Inside all the way through, please turn off now. There will be no more warnings. We are going to spoil the fuck out of this game. And if you think, oh, I haven't got an Xbox or a PC to play it, still turn off. You can come back to this later. You've had enough show. Go away. Uh, because we're not going to explain things that we're saying. We're assuming that everyone listening now has finished Inside. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. James Farley. Hey. And Sean Bell. Goodbye. Right, so then, in, inside, I, I think possibly this isn't the sort of game, when we've done spoiler cast before, we've gone through the game bit by bit. I don't think that's going to work on this one. I think I want to jump straight in with your theories on what's what it's all about, and then that can lead into the bits that we liked and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, let's do that. So... I want to start with James. I want to know what your theory is behind what it's about. Well, the thing is, is I don't, I don't really have a theory as to what it's about. I just think, you know, like the ends. Obviously, there's the blob, you know, yeah. and I think for me, it's pretty obvious that the blob's been controlling you from the beginning. Yeah, that was that's my fear, theory. Well, I had, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll let you talk. Sorry. Because that's, I mean, that's kind of what, that's really what I mostly got from it, is that you are the blob, or you're an extension of the blob. Mm. And, but you, I mean, you are, but those other things, you know, like the other humans that are like there, are not. You know, they're like just shells. Yeah, I I mean, right, okay, can I, let me, let me tell you my theory, because I think it runs on the same thing. Um, at first I thought, at first, I thought what was going to happen was you were going to find out that you were being mind controlled from the start, um, mm-hmm. and but in a, like a really obvious way, like you'll go into a room and someone would be wearing the helmet and stuff like that. Um, but then it didn't happen, and you held that whole escape theme, and that's why at the end I was kind of like, "What? This is not what I thought was going to happen. This is really odd." Um, Here's, here's my theory. You are being manipulated. The whole game's about manipulation. That's the main theme, right? So mm-hmm. you're manipulating these shell of humans like they could be corpses. That's that's what I got from that, that they were dead people, that you were reanimating. Um, and you were... Um, uh, uh, they, they, then you, you, there's that whole stuff about manipulating animals to do what they... So to get over that, do you remember when you had to break the... Uh, panels off of the wall while those dogs were running either side of that wall, uh, either side of the fence, and you had to jump over. Yeah, it's a great puzzle, but it's all about manipulation. In fact, the whole game, pretty much everything you're doing is manipulating something or someone or, you you know, something like that. Then I I I think the whole theme behind that is, although people that manipulate are usually being manipulated. 
So this boy is manipulating things as he goes through this game. But the whole idea is that he is being manipulated and he's being manipulated by that blob at the end, by the, the you know, the, the monster thing at the end uh, that's using him to get to him to gain enough power to escape. Right. That's what I think is happening. Now, the problem is every time I've gone down a, a run of theory of, uh, of ideas, it hasn't worked out. The one thing that the, the sort of piece of the puzzle that's missing at the moment is why that boy what what's important about it being that boy if this place is full of scientists and full of uh these empty shells why not use them to gain power from to escape um and at what point does that boy is that boy manipulated now at first i thought well it's definitely the bit where he dies when the the sort of mermaid creature drags you down which i was thinking that those mermaid things in the sea were were being manipulated by the blob to catch things to feed to it do you know what i mean so from that point there the kid died he was reanimated through through the blob and then the blob sort of brings it in to him to gain power uh, but there are a few things that that don't work with that for example you have to kind of break the blob apart like you have to sort of free the blob before you can enter it now that that would imply that it was caught in the current state and that it wasn't gaining power as it was going on. Um, the other thing that that ruins that theory is that there's a hidden ending, and you've seen this map, but you yeah, haven't, James, it. right? Mm. So in the hidden ending, you know the cornfield that you walk through. There's a hatch. You go down. You I find. I, I, I actually discovered a hatch. Like that's that one of the first things I found. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Mm. Um, I just assumed at the time it was one of those hidden orb things that you explode. But the idea is that you've got to find all those hidden orbs before you can uh, you can go like before you can do what you need to do down there. Um, so you go down there, and then in the distance you can see one of those mind control devices and a switch. And if you turn the switch off, the mind control device turns off and the little boy falls down and collapses like those uh, the, the corpses do throughout the game. Um, so that, that implies that you are... Yeah that, would, yeah, that would really imply that he was being controlled right from the beginning. Exactly. So my theory of this blob using things to come towards it to um, to gain power from doesn't really work because why would he use this boy that's way way out in the distance you know in this forest and not the amount of humans that are around him do you know what i mean so the other thing about that because i remember right at the beginning of the game you know it kind of gives the impression that you've escaped yeah and that these other people have been caught and are being rounded up but but then I, I, i had a theory about that as well but then, I mean, I was thinking about that earlier. I was just thinking maybe they they're not being rounded up. They're just being they're just useful bodies that have just been moved around the facility, you know, to do stuff. Because basically, like, it ends like and you're in a forest, and it begins in the forest. And I'm thinking like, how, did did like this kid escape from the factory? Did it, or did he escape from the lab? And then like that blob's just bringing him back. You know, is is it because because it sort of begins and ends in a similar location? I just thought there must be a connection between that. Is is like this? Is this? Yeah, but why? Why would why would it want to escape if that was the case? I'm 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 not sure. I just thought that. I thought I just felt like that that kid had been in before in some way, and he was just like it's get, it's just getting brought back to base as it were. I don't know. I, I just felt because there's a connection because it's like the forest was at the beginning and the end. 
Yeah, because I thought the end, during the end's the, not that, really a forest, though, is it? It's like no, well, that, you yeah, know, it's well, no, you, you, you fall down like into trees and stuff, and then you sort of you know it ends um, by the bank of the river. But at first, I thought it was going to be a time loop thing, where you know you realise that you've just entered the game in the middle of a time loop that that's been going over and over. But I don't think that works. I don't. I, I there's not enough evidence to suggest that when you get to the facility, everyone looks shocked that this blob's going doing what it's doing and. And uh, the facility is in pristine condition, where you absolutely smash it up when you're the blob. Yeah. Um. So, I, I still think there's far too many pieces of the puzzle missing for for my theory to work. But it's the closest to a solid theory that I've got. There's well, a few things that I batted around, like maybe that thing in the water was his sister, and he was trying to save it. But that doesn't really work. I don't understand why sometimes the 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 thing in the water kills you like instantly well, and sometimes it actually like it does that thing where it sort of plugs something into you and stuff like that it i, I just... think that that thing i mean that thing i think was trying to help you throughout the whole thing it's just that you don't realize that because as soon as you know you get the extra ability where you you know you can breathe underwater and all that kind of stuff yeah never bothers you again and it's it's like the whole time it was trying to get you to you know to get to that point if you see what i mean yeah but that's what i'm saying so maybe it's not helping you Maybe it's trying to capture you, and at that point, it's captured you. At that mm-hmm. point, it's got you, you know, locked into the the task of freeing the blob. Um, it's it's strange. It's frustrating because I feel that there's something so obvious missing that I'm not seeing to put a solid theory of what this game's about. Um, also, I mean, the other thing I thought was interesting is how you know, like towards the end when you're you know, escaping as the blob. Yeah. And it's like, the people generally are kind of helping you as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely are. They're opening doors and stuff, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, whether that's because they're scared, obviously, because it's a Well, yeah, that's what stuff. it implies when that guy was quivering behind that block. Yeah, the, but the then there's other bits. Are... You know, there's that bit where, you know, you have to, like, chuck up the, uh, the you know, the block onto the... Yeah, yeah. Onto Which the is so, and then such a genius moment. Yeah. Um, and I only caught that because... Of the animation, as I said in the main show, the animation in this is fantastic, and uh, that's that's uh, an example of where it works really well because you can see him sort of saying, "I want to help you," pointing at things and and trying to give you a hint to uh, certain things. That was so well done. But also, the um, you know when you fall in line with the the uh, animated corpses, yeah. um, that, that was such a brilliant moment. Was it was beautifully done because the the boy falls down and he looks behind him, he looks in front of him and he drops his shoulders to match. And then mm. you instantly as a player go, oh, I get it. Like, I understand what, what the game wants me to do. It wants me to copy what's going on around me. Um, it's just so well done. Like, that stuff blew me away. That, was, that could be my favourite moment in the game, that bit. When they my... showed it off at E3 two years ago, and I just kind of think, fuck, I'm so glad I didn't see that. One of my favorite moments was when um, you were, and I want to say something I want to discuss, but it's the bit where you're going through what looks like sort of the nuclear test facility area, yeah. with all the explosions, and the bit where you are um, you're sort of um, making sure you're covered before the sort of the explosion goes off, and then there's that big rotating thing which you're you have to sort of stop at the bottom of the ladder so you can yeah, run yeah. around it. I, I thought that was such a great moment. But what, what, what do you guys think, how that relates, how the... It looks. It felt like they were testing a, a, a weapon. They had like those um, dummies in sat down uh, desks yeah. and they were clearly 
testing a weapon or blowing things up or whatever. So what, 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 what do you think? How do you think that is related? Do you think? Do you think it was nuclear? Because I didn't think it was. I thought it no, was. No, I thought. What, I thought it was like you I, know, son- it sounded like sonic, like sonic booms, yeah, wasn't it? That that's what on. that's what it sounded like to yeah, me. Well, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it just felt like they're, they're obviously testing what felt like a huge weapon of sorts. I, I mean, how do you think that 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 plays into it? Do, do, do you think they're trying Fuck to harness that like, energy for to power the think, blob? I don't know. Aside from that, though, do you think there's a connection here with with Limbo? Because there is something like because I was going back like before I played this. To you know, I looked at a couple of videos of Limbo because it's been a long time since like, I last played it, and there, you know, the, do you remember there's those things that like get into your head, you know, that they sort of like burrow into your head, yeah, and sort of control you, yeah. They were in this because they controlled those pigs, the pigs, yeah. And it's like, you know, is there a link here, you know, between these two games? I don't think there is. I don't think there is. I, 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 I mean, there are some weird similarities in this, as I said again on the show. You start off as a boy in a forest, uh, and that is, I don't know if that was a gentle nod or implying something. I think mm. it was more of a gentle nod than anything else. Um, oh man, fuck. I, I, I think maybe we should move on from theories now because I don't think anyone's got a solid one and I don't think anyone's got any answers yet. Um, I haven't read too much. I've tried to avoid it, uh, uh, but I've read a couple of things and I don't really agree with some of the stuff they're saying. Uh, but but I'm sure it'll come out eventually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, when I'm finished the game, I thought one of the things I'm looking forward to most is hearing other people's opinions on other podcasts, hear, reading pieces about how they think the game went down. And, but I'm, I'm definitely going to replay it. I, I think I'll replay it this week. I want to I want to get the rest of the secrets and I just want to experience it again. Um, yeah, there, there, so, there, there are so many clever, clever moments. Does it have like collectible stuff then, like Limbo did? Because I didn't find anything. There are like playing. things like thirteen, like secret. Uh, did you not? Did you not find any little secret things? You, the little like I don't think so. Things you crack open. Oh wow! Okay. I think I got four, Luke. four of them maybe. But, uh... I got, I got two. Okay. Um, but I found one. But I, I was so stupid. You know those hatches on the floor. Hmm. I went up to them and was like, this one's locked. I can't get into it. This is silly. And it wasn't until later on in the game that I realised that obviously you can't lift up the hatch when you're standing on it. You have to stand to the side and lift it up. And I was like, oh, fuck. That hatch back there, I could have opened it. I was just being dumb. Um, But yeah, so, I mean, what are the puzzles that stuck out for you the most, Matt? So, I mean, I must say, the one I got stuck on the most was probably the first puzzle. Um, mostly because so you know it's one where you have to um use the uh the blower to blow the uh, the bale of hay off the beam, um, and I knew that those uh, those little chick things were following you, but I'd already discovered the hatch in the cornfield, so I kept going back there thinking maybe I had to pick up something from the hatch, or maybe there was something else in the cornfield I hadn't quite found, uh, but then obviously I realised I just had to be a couple of paces in front of the chicks and then. Quickly, uh, quickly use use the uh, the switch to suck all the chicks into the machine and use them to blow up the bale of hay. I love that. I love the um. I love the one I just mentioned about the big rotating um thing that blocks you from the explosions. Uh, I thought that was really really well done. Uh, I also loved um the one where the um it's it's one of the water ones. 
um, where you've got a block and you can turn the water so the water's like you know at the top of the room or the bottom of the room. Do you know what I mean? It, it's fairly late. Yeah, on yeah, and yeah. then you sort of got to drag it over to that bit with the ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and thought then, that was really good. Yeah, that was clever. Um, They're probably loads of yeah, and again, they it was all those all those puzzles were just pure. Oh yeah, of course, of course, that's the solution. What am I doing? I, um, I, I also love the one we had to get like nineteen of those corpses to, you know, to to to, to make to turn to turn the button on to open the lid. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That so to, uh, a lot of that worked. With I like the stuff of where you had to drag the one that you couldn't animate down, yeah. um, and also the first time you realise that you can put one of those uh, corpses in a. Um, a one of those brain helmets or whatever you call it, and then yeah, control was, the third one. That was pretty. Uh, that was a pretty special moment. That was my favourite. Yeah, was that because it's like because then that was that took me a while to figure that out, and then I was like, wow, that's that's like a like a thing. But also, I mean, just simple stuff. Like I liked at the end. You know when you're like escaping, and you have to like you know you open that furnace and then you like chuck the oh the, yeah uh, block oh it. that, that was, was so pretty. good. And then you're like running back, and then like having to chuck it over the um, you know, the those pipes, sprinklers. Yeah. yeah, that was, and it just looked like again, the animation was just brilliant. And, and it what just that looks... did is that 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 totally um, showed off how good the controls are in that game, mm. because I just felt so it felt so natural to chuck it over and catch it. It didn't take loads of attempts. Yeah, it, it wasn't didn't a feel like some mechanic. Sort of, no, it didn't feel like some sort of puzzle base yeah. system. It, did, uh, it sorry, didn't physics need a stupid arrow, system. like a golf arrow, which I know what no. game might have done. It was just you knew what angle to do it, you knew how it worked. It worked. I, I, I once after the first time I'd run through the sprinkler, um, and my my box was put out. The second time I did it, you know, straight away. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it didn't need to be frustrating. It didn't need to be like you didn't feel like you were aiming or or that you just missed it, like because the physics were slightly off that time. It was just, yeah, that really highlighted how good the controls are in this. Um, how, how shocked were you both when you started controlling that blob? Because I'll be honest, when it happened, I was—I had a massive smile on my face when that happened. Because I was just like, what is going on? I it wasn't was, was shocked. Brilliant. I was just kind of... I was I, That whole end part of that game just weirded me out. Yeah, I was it, kind it of went like, really, this really is not... weird really, really quickly. Yeah. Which is this... why I thought it was brilliant. I was just like, this is amazing. It like, made just... me think of Akira for some reason. <laughs> That was yeah, yeah. I suppose because he just grew up into a blob. But um, uh, my favourite bit when you were controlling the blob is when you run into that guy that's by the window, and then just splatter him as you land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, the same. It was just really smashing through each of, each of the glass windows. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, was that that's the only guy that you kill though, isn't it? I don't think there's anybody else that dies. Um, do you kill anyone else? I probably not. Uh. But speaking of guys and killing, I'm really interested in the white mask guys. Like, if the only reason, going back to the theories and stuff, the only thing that works out in my head is that they know that the blob is manipulating people to power it up. So they have to end that. But then killing them wouldn't change it, I guess, because you manipulate the dead anyway. So... But then that makes me think, but are those things that you're manipulating actually dead? Or are they just under some sort of yeah, mind control I, thing? I, I didn't think they were dead. I just, I don't know what they were, but I, I didn't think they were, I, I don't know, I, I, I didn't think they were dead at all. I just thought they were, just, they were I, I, I guess it felt like they were, they were being controlled, you know, mind controlled. Here's the other thing, here's the other thing that confuses the theory. 
if you're being con- mind controlled and some of the things that you were you were controlling how comes they were basically invincible and you weren't do you know what i mean like you different... still it's different no, i just thought it was a different kind of all organic matter or something the other boys that's why you could also gain extra abilities you know it's because of that it's just a different part of whatever the experiment is is what i thought oh, that's just too that's too much of a cop out for me to take seriously but what about do you remember that other that other see the other thing that i've i keep remembering now is that there's that there's those bits you know when you see things that are going on in the background and there's like that there's that bloke standing there with a child next to him yeah, yeah when he's walking in, when he's walking yeah. into and the you have room. the high behind the crate, and it happens like about two or three times through the game. Like you see this child, like with with a with this bloke, but you obviously not explain nothing. So yeah, I just wonder what that was about. No idea. There's I mean, got but... to be a link between the boy and the blob. There's got to be. But there's uh, got to I mean, be a link uh, there. Obviously, there's quite a lot of things in the background where you see like people being herded into into vans. I mean, are, are those just regular people and they're being taken to the laboratory to be turned into these mind, you know, these sort of mind-controlled people? And if that's the case, why would they want to kill you in, at the beginning? Or I, I guess whenever you see the guys, they're trying to chase you and that's shoot you That's what I'm saying. The only explanation I've got for those people in white faces actually murdering you is that they know you're being controlled. Somehow they know you're being controlled and that's <laughs> the only way to stop you. So then that makes me think maybe those things aren't dead that you're controlling. But if yeah. not, what are they? And why are they being controlled? Maybe maybe, maybe the whole idea behind it is that it's some sort of military thing. Maybe That's that, what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're I, training I definitely, definitely new weapons. Because yeah. then that would play into the whole themes of manipulation that it, it, that it, uh, it goes for. And, and the weapons that you were talking about. Um... And let's face it, you know, a lot of scientists working on a weapon would make sense. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I just felt like the, the the last the last environment of where you go through those like those huge, those huge little glass glass viewing galleries, essentially. So, what I, I just imagine what scientists and stuff watching someone in in that what in that in that clear perspex box doing whatever it's doing. I've, I've seen what these are like the. Maybe that's when they're testing the animated corpses or animate the mind. The pool have been controlled by their minds. I, don't, I just thought I, I loved I loved all that scene. I loved all that, all, that, all those locations. See that that was the other bit. That I, yeah, just before you become the blob, you know, like when you go running in and they're all standing watching it. Yeah, you know, like at the thing. And I just went and stood like next to them, and they look at you, but they don't do anything to yeah, you. Yeah, anymore. I did that as well. And it's just yeah, it's that is a crazy moment, isn't it? Like that was yeah. such a beautiful moment because. For that whole part of the game, like like a huge portion of the game, the like anything that's human is out to kill you or grab you or whatever, and all of a sudden that's not the case anymore because they got more important things to do, or maybe that they're just not part of the security side of things. They're more just the scientists and the people that are working on something there. So, yeah. Weird. It, it is totally weird. Dude, just before that, I had a really good moment. I think it's just literally like um. You know, ten seconds before you get to that viewing gallery, uh, I, I was like running through, and you see like all the empty glass boxes of all the chairs. Some chairs are knocked over, and as I was, I was running, there's another guy running as well. And I was like, "Do if I run past him, is he gonna like shoot me?" But then I sort of slowed down, and then I sped up to run alongside him. And he was also just running, I guess, running to the viewing gallery, which I thought that was a really great moment as well. 
It's full of moments like that, yeah, like I'm, full of real surprises that you that you wouldn't expect from it. Yeah, I'm def- definitely gonna play it again to see if I discover anything new, and I'm really looking forward to hearing hearing other people's views and opinions on on and, and the theories of of what the game's about. Did did Play Dead explain anything about what Limbo was? No. Then they're probably not going to be this one. No, you've heard the the main theory about it being about a car crash, right? Yeah. Um, and that totally makes sense. And I think we will see theories that that make a lot more sense than what we're driving at here uh, in the coming weeks, especially when more intelligent people like Sean play it. Because let's face it, <laughs> he's the most intelligent out of all of us. But um, I'd love to know what his theory is. Um, I, I'm going to tell him tonight, actually, before you do anything, before you look anything up, I'm just dying to hear what he thinks is going on. Uh, because, you know, he might pick up something that I've totally missed. Huh. Yeah, so, uh, do you think you're going to play it again, uh, James? You are, aren't you? I think I will, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely the best thing I've played on Xbox One anyway, which is which also may be kind of sad, like I said on the show, because it's just like, why is there not more stuff like this, you know, like on there, because it's it's amazing. Good. Um, well, I that's that, probably. I, that's I, I wish I, I wish I could it. articulate my my thoughts and feelings a bit better, but um, yeah, it's just a stunning, stunning game. Yeah, and uh, it's not been far from my mind for the past, well, ever since completing it yeah. a couple of nights. I didn't ago. really want to say it on the non-spoiler bit, but I was also really happy about it only being about four hours or so. Yeah. Yeah. The length felt yeah, about right. But I didn't think I was right to spoil that. Just in case people had different expectations. But yeah, four hours. I didn't do it in one sitting. How about you guys? Did you? I did, no, it, I did in it two. A bit at a time. I I did it. I a bit at a time over the Saturday. Just oh, played for half an yeah. hour, then a bit more. Yeah, yeah I, I had to stop on the first night. But um, yeah, I just it's just it's one it it's just a stunning, stunning game. And um, I felt that it could have. I felt that it could have been longer. Well, what I love about it is that it had loads of great ideas and much like a great Mario game, you know, it it dumped them as quick as you sort of learned them and it went on to something else. There's no chaff. It was just, it just went. Yeah, that's things. it. I loved Although, it. saying that, I was getting, starting to get a bit tired of the uh, the swimming bits. Like what, that. the submarine that's... or the swimming bits? Uh, well, just the water in general. Because like, I know water like plays like a massive part in the game. And in fact, actually, that's one of the other things that I really liked about it to a degree. Was, you know, like, did you feel uncomfortable playing it? Like from the oh, fact that totally. you just think he's wet all the time and oh, just no. felt like, oh, he's, he must be cold and like, you know, just, I don't know, hide that feeling. I, 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 I love no, the fact that when you were wet, like it went almost totally completely black and white and then like, your clothes eventually went more, yeah, you know, as they dried out, they went red again or yeah, a mm. dark shade of red. But I think it was just, uh, yeah, I think maybe the submarine bit, it just felt like it started to drag a little bit. But, I mean, not not so that I wasn't enjoying it, but just like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll be quite pleased when I get to, like, run and jump again. I think that was just more, at that stage of the game, I was dying to find out. I was, I was getting so curious that by that bit, I was kind of like, no, oh, I just want to get to the next bit now. Um, But I understand what you're saying, totally. Weird. Okay. Cool. Well, then maybe we should park this until we know a little bit more. Um, I'm sure it will come up again at some point, especially after Sean's played it. Absolutely. And um, if you... How do we do this? Sean doesn't check the emails. So if you've got your own theory that you want to submit, um, send us an email at thecomputergameshow at gmail.com because I'd love to read them uh, and see what you think. We won't read them out on the show, but we we might... 
respond to you and stuff. Uh, so yeah, or, email I, I guess he's maybe doing like another like on. mini spoiler cast after Sean plays yeah, it next absolutely. week. Yeah, absolutely. I once Sean does it, I'm I'm up for talking about it some more after after the music next time. Hmm. And I might uh, play it a second time by then. Yeah, same here. Interesting. All right then. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, and uh, I love you. Bye. Boy. Thanks for living it. Bye again. Yeah. Bye bye.